Good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 12th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, and we have hit a dozen episodes. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine AM or PM, whether it is the Gia, Tarde, or Noichi, we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the one and only Brazilian Mountaineer, Lucas Ham. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, Patrick Novacell. You know what the worst part is about having your cell phone off the charger all day? As I'm looking at it right now, it's under 10%. Yeah, you're never gonna be It's ridiculous. Little thing. Do you think I can I can make it? I can make it through the episode. Somewhere Chris McCracken is freaking out. It's got that red right there. Oh, like, oh you're no. done when you're in the red. It's over. That voice you just heard is our resident renegade who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johentis. Yee! And last but certainly not least, a guy with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, Mark Boucher himself. Tis I. Good morning. Good morning, my brother. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If it's not, then welcome back. It feels like you never left. And let me be the first to wish you a happy post-Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and Black Friday and Super Saturday and Cyber Monday are now over, more or less. I think Cyber Sunday is still going on. Cyber Monday, dang it. Cyber Monday is still going on. But the kids have gone back to school for at least a few more weeks, I think, and we are recovering from that extra 10 pounds or 5 kilos of food we consumed last week, depending on what country you're from. It could be pounds, could be Look kilos. Look at your 5 kilos. Are there, are, <laughs> are there, are there, are there other, other measurements, types of me- measurements? It's just pounds and kilos, right? Uh, ounces. <laughs> Do people really say ounces? I weigh 1,000 ounces. <laughs> not, not really. They measure in liters as well. They measure your weight in meters? I said liters. Liters. All right. Yep. I guess if you're like a walking liquid blob, they could they measure could. you in liters? <laughs> they could. Well, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, depending on where you're from, whether you measure your weight in pounds, kilos, or liters, it might depend on what country you're from. And shout out to the countries listening to us faithfully every week. Our top two, no surprise here, is the U.S. and Brazil, which we... The three of us, nope, there's four of us. The four of us represent the U.S. and Brazil. Three of you represent the U.S. I represent half of the U.S., half of Brazil. And then we're also... What are also, you saying? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm already asleep. Uh, beyond that, we have Mexico and the U.K. also tied for third place. And they're listening to us. So shout out to the countries that are... Keeping with us after these 12 episodes. Well, 11 episodes. Who knows if they'll keep listening after this 12th episode as it's going so far. Uh, Also, a shout out to all the brave men and women who have been fighting those fires in California. Because as I have read recently, they are all contained. Good work. And I think... Absolutely good work. Good work. I think shout out to all those people that that have been working hard these past couple weeks, few weeks. Has it been more than a month? Or has it been it's gotta around be close. three or four weeks? I've lost track of time. It feels like it's gone on forever. I don't. Do you guys have friends or family out in California, out in that area? Uh, I do not. Nope, unfortunately. Well, not no, unfortunately. So. Fortunately, I'm glad I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. 
either, but, you know, it's been on the news so much that I had to, you know, just congratulate those that have been working hard and, and we're so happy that, you know, they're in a safer place. Mm-hmm. Um, we are an international podcast, so uh, we got we to gotta look out for all those locals and international folks. Uh, some more shout outs. Definitely have to go to our Twitter followers, our 300 Twitter followers. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, we just hit a nice little milestone. You got to celebrate the little things in life. And so today we, thanks to a a few great people like Bad Gamer Elite, uh, my buddy uh, Drew Manning in Ohio. I almost forgot your name, Drew. I'm sorry. And who else? Oh, Gabe Pavel, one of my Brazilian friends. They helped us retweeting. They got us to 300. And then Chad Fackler, super listener Chad, he's dedicated his life apparently to getting us to 400. So, yeah. Good stuff, guys. We appreciate it. Speaking of additional shout-outs, we have seven ratings and five reviews on iTunes as of this moment. And as our listeners and as you guys know... We agreed to five reviews equaled one crazy thing by done, done by one of our the members of our podcast. And I think that member of our podcast that did a crazy thing was Patrick Novacell himself. Yeah, Are did. we right about that, Patrick? I did do something. You did do something crazy. Pat was the first. So why don't you tell us about it, buddy? How did, how did it go, your crazy thing that you did in celebration of our five reviews? So, yeah, so I put up the... Twitter poll, basically, you know, for like either crazy or cool things. And uh, the one that won won resoundingly was the hot sauce challenge. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this hot sauce challenge, I got to do it right. So my daughter and I, we went to Jungle Gyms and we found five different hot sauces with varying degrees of heat, ranging from 2,000. All the way up to 1 million Scoville. Did your daughter know that she was like sentencing your palate to a fiery death by picking out these hot <laughs> yeah, sauces she, with you? She kept asking me, why are you doing this? <laughs> why do you want to do this to yourself? You know it's going to hurt. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, uh, but yeah, so on Friday night, what I did is I went on Twitch and I streamed the whole thing. And apparently it was very choppy. Uh, the video quality was grainy. I kept dropping uh, the the feed. It was it, it it ended up being pretty bad as far as far as streaming goes, um, which was okay because in between having some of that hot sauce, it gave me and my buddy a little break between the hot sauces. So um, so we started off with two thousand, which the two thousand Scoville was just to wet the palate. Yes, Tabasco. Um, that right. was just our. Yeah, standard Tabasco sauce, just to get our get our our tongues and our throats feeling that little bit of heat, getting ready for the big guns. So we went from two thousand all the way to I think it was fifty thousand Scoville. Um, I can't remember the names of 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 the first one. I think it was Devil's Revenge, and then the it went and then it went up to I can't remember how high it went. It might have been a hundred thousand, and it was a uh, Hot sauce from hell, uh, which was okay. Those first two were okay. Um, I enjoy hot sauce, so um, it, those two really didn't bother me. But once we got to the fourth one, which was 
uh, spontaneous combustion. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> that was that was the four hundred thousand. Now the four hundred thousand that was the hottest hot sauce I've ever had. The hottest hot hot sauce I've ever had up to this point was uh, Blazing Wings from BW3s. Yep, I, I had and those that ones. is only. Uh, it's, Stupid idea. Yeah. Stupid idea to have those blazing wings. And that's yeah. that's three hundred and fifty thousand. But what's funny is so the spawn- Yeah, when you started going through the scores and you mentioned how low actually blazing is, and I thought I was gonna die when I had blazing. I, I couldn't believe I couldn't even imagine the the fiery death that you were going through once you got higher. Yeah, I, I looked up the blazing wings and apparently it is the seventh hottest hot wings uh there is as far as like at a restaurant. Uh, in in the United States, really. So the seventh hottest is three hundred fifty thousand. Um, I didn't look. I, I didn't look at anything else like around that or what was number one. I didn't look, um, because I really didn't need to. I didn't really want to look at my my doom. <laughs> so after we had that one, man, that really had a lot of fire on my tongue, on my throat. Uh, my hands started to uh, feel. Like they were going numb. Like they were going like, to spontaneously like when you, combust. <laughs> like when you hit your funny bone and you feel that like tingling sensation. It your limbs. That, it was, it was insane. Like not only did my ha- ma- mouth and, and throat feel on fire, but my hands were going numb. Not my legs, not my, not, nothing else, just my hands. It was so weird. I went from like the pinky side of my hand all the way over to my thumb. And it was on both hands too. So that felt really weird. Uh, and that was the only the second hottest we did because the because the hottest one was the last one and that was the Reaper sauce and that was one million Scoville. Man, that is crazy. We jumped jumped up almost three times as much. That is flipping hot. Now wait, was, from what I saw in the video, so I didn't get to watch the video live. I think I was the only member that didn't get to jump on because it was one o'clock in the morning. I think when you started, and I had a yeah. I had a twelve hour shift the next day. Um, sure. but I, I got to watch it. I actually watched it today, so I would be fresh on it. And did you seriously switch the hot sauces, like do it out of order? No, I didn't. I looked back oh, and okay. I didn't do it out of Cause, order. Cause you guys really reacted to the spontaneous combustion. Was it, or was it the, the next to last one you guys seemed to react to more? The spontaneous combustion. I think I don't, because what I bought, I bought stuff that was more, uh, it was smaller, so it was more compact. Well, yeah. there, was, there was more. It was more I, potent. I, was, I think it was. It was extract. It wasn't oh, just yeah. a sauce. Oh, so we were gosh, getting like were, a lot of it. You, we, you ate the extract. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to eat that. Nobody just drinks yeah, well, vanilla extract. You put it into a mixture to make something super hot. You guys were crazy, and it was yeah. so funny to watch you guys. Like there were, I was trying to work at the same time as like watching slash listening to the video, and when I just. Like only listened to you guys sounded like you were dying, like you were just like, <laughs> <laughs> like you were about to have heart attacks, like you were about to keel over, dead. This is what it sounded like to me. Like it was, I I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I felt like just like needles, just like in my mouth. And shout out, my throat. shout it out to your buddy Chris because he said a lot at the beginning and throughout that he was not a hot sauce guy, and he was just like, "I'm not letting you beat me." Yeah. I'm not letting you beat me, yeah. and he, he went <laughs> through that whole thing. Me. Mad props to your buddy Chris, because he he also mad props to Chris, because he was the guy that made the logo for our podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. Chris so, is the man. Yeah. For multiple reasons, yeah, I think he's it, the man. 
at the beginning, he said the Tabasco sauce was hot for him <laughs> <Yeah>. normally. <laughs> so, oh, man, I was laughing by myself like, oh, that guy's going to die. Rough night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, throughout, throughout the whole the whole thing, uh, it got progressively worse, obviously. Yeah, it did. Uh, but after about a half hour um, afterwards, I mean, we, we drank. We, I bought a half gallon of whole milk, and we both we just downed the entire thing within five minutes. And uh, after we had that, and it was settling in our stomach, about a half hour afterwards, it was it was it was fine. You know, our, thro- our throats and our mouth uh, came down to earth, and it was fine uh, until morning came. Oh, Montezuma's no, revenge. What is that? The, the yeah. fallout, right? The fallout ended ended was Oof. was worse. Oof. Was absolutely worse because uh, there was like three fallouts literally there wasn't the just fallouts one. yeah <laughs> yeah oh man there was fallout three there was fallout four there was no, there might, maybe fallout 76 who knows uh, <laughs> nice there's a couple nukes in there too oh man but That's uh awful. but yeah it was it was fun i wish the stream would have been you know consistent so i didn't have to restart it every few minutes i think i had to restart it maybe three times um it would have been more cohesive and but uh but yeah it was awesome it was fun you know what uh doing it with my buddy in the chat and twitch uh it was it was pretty cool yeah yeah i mean i have to say it man. Was, no go ahead no i i mean i did i did that and after afterwards i'm like i'm never gonna do that do that again but i mean as long as i'm doing it with someone and we're having a good laugh about it ah oh, man i don't know i may do it again it may go hotter who knows well, I'll, be, I'll be honest while i was watching it even towards the end when you guys looked like you were going to burst into flame and die, <laughs> I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if when I come visit next year, if if we did a, a hot sauce challenge together? <laughs> I'm in. That would be sweet. And I'm out. I would, so, I mean, I like, I like hot sauce, but man, I am so afraid of the fallout also because there have been times I've eaten something and it wasn't too hot, but when it fell out it was like it like it, it like it i don't know it like amplified its scovels within my stomach and intestines and when it came out man oh man i can't imagine a million scovels yeah falling, well i took uh, i took four antacids took some <laughs> pepto-bismol you, you know just like in, yeah. <laughs> injected it straight into your stomach like with a huge syringe had, and just yeah. like you were you were much braver men so. than i much dumber men than i but, but braver men than I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a thin line smart, between the but two. But it was fun. Well, you set the bar high, Pat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's, there's absolutely no way so. I would ever do anything like that. Um, I, I no, just no. I can't stand. I'm a wimp when it comes to spicy stuff. So the fact that y'all went up to a million Scoville, no. <laughs> well. Well, when, so at when we ten, do it together, so we won't Mark, let you... Mark, you can be the water boy if you want, the milk boy. I see. You, so when we, when we reach 10 reviews, <laughs> we won't make you do the hot sauce challenge. We'll make you, like, set your Doctor Who DVDs on fire. That's <laughs> <laughs> on you. I don't yeah, have any Doctor Who was... DVDs. <laughs> Fine. Set your brain on fire. No, I'm just kidding. No! Uh, no! That's what I was thinking, though, Pat. Well, I, after I watched that, I'm like, man, he set the bar really high. We should have made that the 20th review <laughs> challenge because uh, I don't, I don't understand how we can get crazier than that or much crazier. Ah, uh, we'll figure it out. But we'll figure something sure. out. So, uh, yeah. with that being said, the next milestone is 10 reviews, and 
I think it was kind of up in the air whether it was me or Mark, because you mentioned on the stream that it was me, but then I mentioned earlier that it was Mark. Uh, Mark, do you want to take the next one, or do you want me to take it? I will. I will step in the gap for you. All right. So once we get 10 reviews, and just to be clear, it is 10 reviews, we can get as many ratings as people are willing to give, but we need good old, uh, you know, written out, heartfelt reviews out there so that we can get Mark to do something crazy. And once we get those yeah. 10 reviews, we will, Mark will throw out some ideas and uh, the, the people will vote and then he will do it and it will be crazy and it will be good. I think. With that, uh, we we think yeah, anyways. Yeah. I think with that, Pat. Pat, since you shared about your uh, hot sauce challenge, I think you should just roll it right into your your uh, what's new news in your life, your update, and then we'll just go from there. Share about what's been going on in life and uh, the world. Sure. Uh, on Tuesday, Ed Placencia and Sarah Placencia were driving through Cincinnati and decided to stop in. For Magically. a bike to meet, with me, to meet with the little people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of cool. Uh, he said that he was going to be uh, driving back from Gatlinburg and going back, going back home, and he had to drive through Cincinnati. But and it was going to be during like around dinner time, so uh, it was a perfect time to to stop and hang out for a couple hours. So that was kind of cool. We we uh, we ate at this incline public house and. Um, Lucas, I don't know if you know Incline Public House no, or anybody. I mean, it Ronnie, sounds like Ronnie, a resting home. Incline Public so House. So it it is it is on top <laughs> of uh, one of the hills of Cincinnati, uh-huh. and you can see all of the city. Really? So it was nighttime; everything was lit up. Uh, so I was like, you know what? They're, they don't come through Cincinnati very often. Let's go to uh, a place where they have a nice view. Um, there's good food. And so I chose Incline Public House. We got there and it was a nice night. It was clear. So you could see the entire city. Nice. So it was, it was really nice. Um, so we hung out for a couple hours, so chatted it up, talked to uh, Mary to the games, talked to good morning guys, talked about, I mean, Sarah, she didn't really know anything about the, the podcast and she didn't know that you were from Lucas, you were from Brazil uh-huh. or in Brazil right now. Right. So, um, she, that that was a uh, pretty that's pretty cool when I say I'm on a podcast with a guy from Brazil. Yeah. Like what? Have that's you cool. Had? You know, telling telling that story. Bit of name cool. dropping, country um, dropping, country country <laughs> dropping. Sounds heavy. So yeah, um, so we did that on Tuesday. So that was neat. Um, and then obviously Thanksgiving. I had a couple Thanksgiving feasts on Thursday. A Thursday morning, went over to my in laws' house. I had some breakfast. And then came home, chilled for the in the afternoon, and then went back over there for dinner. Um, nice. And and then on on Sunday we uh all, we, then we had uh, Thanksgiving dinner with my side of the family, which was nice to get together and do that as well. Um, I mean, I talked about the hostas challenge, um, so that's what's going on with me on the gaming front. Obviously, I've been pray- playing been praying. Red Dead. I'm glad <laughs> praying. been praying about Red Dead. Praying. <laughs> uh, and Overwatch. But I got this new game for VR called Beat Saber. Oh, I've heard yes. good I things about that. I'm so seen. jealous. Man, I want a VR it is, so bad. It is. Uh, so, <clears throat> for those of you who haven't seen what Beat Saber is, imagine Rock Band or Guitar Hero when you have all those button presses that are coming towards you on the screen, you got to press them at the right time. 
Except this Beat Saber is the same thing. There's blop, there's like boxes coming towards you, and you hit it, have to hit them at the right angle depending on what the arrow says on the box. But you're holding two move controllers in your hand that act as lightsabers. Oh, that's so awesome. And you need to you need to slice these boxes as they're coming towards you to a, a to a song. And all of these are like not really well known songs. I think these are like original songs for the game, uh, but they're there's, it's so much fun. Absolute blast. If if anyone has a PSVR, this is the game to get. Is it? There's like 30 different songs and like and there's all different uh variations to the songs. I mean, sometimes they'll play them fast, sometimes they'll play them slow, mm-hmm. sometimes the boxes, the arrows disappear, so you kind of need to remember what the arrows say before they actually get to you. Um, it is just an absolute blast, uh, Patrick. Do you I can't. do you feel like a rock and roll Jedi? Like Yoda has joined Queen, and he's like he's like out there just like rocking it, like because that's what it looks like. And I just imagine if you, if, it's amazing. If you've ever seen that GIF of Darth Vader dancing while he has a lightsaber in yes, his hand, I think you, that's exactly the way it feels. <laughs> I think you posted that the other day, and that's what it, yes. I imagine it to feel like. It looks so awesome. Yeah. So uh, that game is awesome, and then I then I also um, I got a twenty five dollar PSN gift card, so I went ahead and bought. Even though it had got horrible reviews, and it's probably one of the worst games out there, I bought the Quiet Man, only because it just looks cool to me. The the, the um, combination of the live action scenes and the gameplay. It's a scary game, right? Remind. Uh, I don't I don't think it's scary. I think it's more like like a suspense thriller kind of thing. Have you you haven't streamed Uh, it yet, right? Are you going to? No, I I plan on doing that probably Tuesday or Wednesday evening. Cool. I will try to watch. But yeah, until it gets if it if it gets scary, I'm out. But go ahead. No, I don't think it's scary. It's not like it's uh, Until Dawn or Rush of Blood or Resident Evil kind of scary. I don't think it is like that. I think it's like a like a crime. Okay. Kind of the game. Not yeah. gonna lie, going back to Beat Saber real quick. Uh, when when I heard heard people yeah. talking about that game and just seeing what the game's like and how people how excited people are about it, I'm not gonna lie. I started looking at prices for PSVR because the yeah. The, oh, now's the time to get one. I think you can get one for like two hundred, right? Two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes. With two games, like I think it's Moss and. Uh, Astrobot. I've heard which apparently are two things. really yeah. good PSVR games. Like they're two of the best. That, that yeah. may be something. And in the what they, I think that what they, yeah, you know, what they said was Moss was like a 3D, like a a VR Mario. Nice hmm. Mario 64. So that would be straight up your alley. You should definitely if this week while the Cyber Monday or Cyber Week is going on. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to recommend do it checking week, that out. But uh, maybe something do it something in the future I can do. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, that's it for me. Noise, noise. How about you, Mark? Mark, what are you? How about oh, me? That, yeah. <laughs> Great minds. Uh, so obviously, as with many, many other Americans, uh, celebrated Thanksgiving uh, this past Thursday. Uh, got to uh, got to double dip Thanksgiving uh, by. Look at you. Yeah, I got to go to my side of the family's house. Um, for for lunch, uh, so we had a nice time with my family, 
and then uh, we drove uh, an hour and a half uh, to old North Kakalaki. Uh, yeah, getting that Kakalaki turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, spent. Gobble, gobble. Spent, <laughs> gobble, gobble, y'all. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, lacky, yacky. <laughs> I don't know how they gobble there. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I have, I have no idea. Um, it's almost midnight here. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I went to uh, went to my wife's family's house, uh, her grandparents' house to be specific, and uh, had dinner there. So it was a long day, but it was a good day. Uh, but before that, did you? Oh, go ahead. Did you wear sweat? Did you wear sweat? I did not. I'm I'm not that kind of a person. Um, Dude, you gotta wear sweatpants when you do two Thanksgivings. It's a rule. Apparently, I heard that like they did some sort of a poll that like ten to fifteen percent of of people are willing to admit that they wear stretchy pants for for like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. I heard it on the radio today, yes. so it must be true. Stretchy pants are a must. Um, but uh, yeah, and before that, I actually um, I enjoy watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, it's always it's always a fun experience for me. And uh, the nice thing was, like, the fact that a lot of, the, not a lot, but, like, a few, there were actually live singers. Uh, usually, like, everybody is lip syncing. Really? Yeah, usually everybody's lip syncing. Um, because, not that they can't sing, but it's just, it's so impractical to have, like, a bunch of mics on floats and things like that. That would just be a nightmare for sound people. So you have to lip sync. But they did have two or three people that did not lip sync. They actually sang it live. Like I think Kelly Clarkson uh, did her her song live. Yeah. Yeah, Pat. Kelly Clarkson. Nice. Love her. Um, <laughs> That's his girl. Dude, you don't even understand. This, this man is the ultimate fan of one heartbeat song when uh well i think i saw him i think i saw him singing on the way to 300 yeah. for married to the games his yeah. 300th episode singing some <laughs> kelly clarkson rocking it out in the car Abs- oh yeah i wasn't just excited about 300 i mean i was excited about kelly clarkson oh, of course kelly clarkson um <laughs> but uh yeah it's um super enjoyable as always and it's kind of crazy that uh that you know they had like heavy winds i guess going on in new york but they were still able to put on the parade with all those balloons and stuff and apparently one of the balloons almost blew away which is kind of scary but um, oh that's like that's like watching for a fight in hockey i mean yep. you're looking for that that's Absolutely. that's where the fun begins okay if you have time google then i believe it's the 1997 macy's thanksgiving day parade with the barney balloon that is oh. horrifying and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> so, so take the time and do that. Um, so yeah, okay. that was that was awesome. And then, and like I said, we went went out to eat um, that weekend. Um, we we did some dog sitting. We went over to uh, to my sister's house. Uh, they her and her family went away for the weekend, and so we went over and took care of their their husky. Uh, one-year-old husky her name is aspen oh nice yeah and it it further solidified why i don't want to own one of those dogs um she's high energy yes very high energy and yeah. sheds like nobody's They're very business. high energy yeah um 
I, I believe we could have made at least nine more dogs with the with the hair that she shed. Um. That's a, that's illegal. That's called cloning. You could make like a sweater or something out of it. Maybe. I couldn't I help it. Make it's a like, living dog. I couldn't help it. You just like pet the dog, and it's just like clumps of hair. Um, <laughs> just come off on your hand, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah and she is very high energy, um, and my dog is absolutely nothing like that. My my dog, uh, my wife was saying that our dog is probably about the size of this dog's tail. So, yeah. Your dog more... was high energy during our last podcast. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah. Only when people walk through the door. <clears throat> After that. And S- Cisco's got a mouth bigger than her size, I think, or his size. Yeah. Her size. Yes, he does. His, and then he chills out size. and he's yes. fine. Um, but, uh. But anyway, so we we got to stay at my sister's house, which is a very nice house. Um, so we did that most of the weekend, um, and then uh, the embargo has lifted on the Boucher household for Christmas music. Uh, so oh, we've officially nice. started listening. Get to them Christmas sleigh bells music. ringing, absolutely, ding, ding, dingling too, absolutely. Unfortunately, we haven't put decorations up yet because we haven't had the time to. Um, but that Blast is for me. Get those decorations up, young man. I'm trying. I'm trying to fit in the time to actually do it. But we've been so busy with dog sitting and all that stuff. And and then tonight we actually went out uh, because my wife's birthday is on Wednesday. Uh, so we went out uh, tonight just ourselves uh, for for dinner. Uh, we'll be going out with the family on Wednesday night on her birthday. Um, so nice. unfortunately, we didn't have time. To put decorations up, and we've just been really busy. So, uh, I'd wish her a happy birthday, but you've told us in the past she doesn't li- listen to the show. So, yes, it's true. I will tell you her. Can you... Just, you can tell her I said happy birthday. Say my I Brazilian will. friend said happy birthday. I will tell. I will tell exactly that. But uh, and last but not least, I got myself a little bit of an early Christmas present. Uh, oh. Yeah, because uh, you, you finally got your Doctor Who armoire cabinet thing. Nope, that's still not here yet. That's kind of what. That's Come kinda, on, that's, that's not... kind of like Ronnie not watching Superman. Yeah, I was, just, I was just gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, what's gonna happen first? You're gonna get the Doctor Who cabinet, or Ronnie's gonna watch Superman? Hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to put some money on this. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we'll get some squares going. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I got myself a little uh, early Christmas bonus from work. And uh, so nice. I, got, I got me an Apple Watch. Heck yeah. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Apple Watch. How are you liking it so far? I dig it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. And it's got a good amount of distance on it. Like, uh, I had my, my phone sitting at uh, the desk at work. And I was probably the, the other end of the building. Um, and I was still able to get messages. And I didn't get the cellular version. It's just the regular... GPS version yeah. that syncs to your phone. Um, nice. Now, Mark, did you put on the Power Rangers communicator sound on your watch? No, oh I gosh. haven't done that yet, and I totally need to do that. <laughs> because is that I was a real like, thing? I hope it is. I don't know. Uh, I'm about to that look be in awesome a little bit after work. the podcast and see if it is. Because <laughs> I'm kind of bored with the with the single ding 
on on my on my Apple Watch. So I was like, I, I wonder if I can change the ringtone or the alert tone on it. Oh man, how excited will you be when all of a sudden you hear do 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 do? Oh I'll, yeah, I'll be like Zordon, and everybody <laughs> around me will be like, what Zordon? <laughs> um, That's funny. but anyway, that is that is my week in a nutshell. On to gaming news. So uh, there's a little uh, there's a little bit of leakage going on on uh, on Nintendo's part. Ooh, that sounds right. like Patrick's what? weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the quote. Look from the out! Right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we named our podcast other names other than our topic, it would definitely be episode twelve. Flaming Pat. leakage. Pat's flaming leakage. <laughs> oh, Pat's weekend. Oh no. <laughs> Just kidding. Never gonna happen. Nope. Um, but uh, so unfortunately, due to some some retailers in like Mexico and and other places uh, releasing a certain game, you may have heard of it called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, a couple of weeks early, um, unfortunately, they've had some leakage going on. Um and oh there it is yeah. again. <laughs> you you really like that word, Mark. Every time you say that word, I do not think of video game news. <laughs> Maybe you need to use a different word. It's kind of like the word moist. Ah, uh, uh, stop it! <laughs> Gosh. Um, then combine the two: moist leakage. Okay. Oh, oh no! Come on, Ugh. Ronnie. Why would you say that? Stop it! Shut up, Ronnie. I'm about, I'm about to get out of here if we keep saying all these words. <laughs> but uh right. yeah so continue with the leakage. sadly people have uh been putting this stuff all over the internet uh, they've been data mining all the all the code uh to sort of pull out whatever secrets they can find in the game and have been posting it online and nintendo's not too happy about that um yeah. i bet <laughs> Jeez. Uh, some people have actually been posting gameplay and stuff on youtube and uh, Nintendo's like, nah, nah, you're not doing that. Shut down, uh, and they've been shutting down YouTube channels. They are, they are pursuing the leaks, um, and so you know, Mama ain't so happy. Other than, <laughs> other than gameplay, have there been any significant like, like spoilers or things they've given away that we didn't already know about? Um, name, names of stages, uh, cutscenes that we haven't seen yet. Um, Stuff from the story. Oh no! Names of stages. Oh gosh. Well, they're Boy. they're stages it's you can jerks. unlock. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> jerks. <laughs> Heartless jerks. Well, this coming from naming any actor that's on the show or not on a show considered as being a spoiler, you know, in finding out stages in a game. To a lot of people, is considered a spoiler. I think he's referencing uh, Walking Dead there, Patrick. Yeah. How you're behind and Ronnie's ahead. <laughs> Do you remember that? Well, see, no, no, that's story spoilers. If you say, hey, they're going to be out in the wilderness, it's like, no duh. It's it's Walking Dead. There's a right. Mushroom Kingdom zone. Oh, no! But in the Walking Dead, that'd be awesome. There that's are secret stages yeah. they haven't mentioned yet. <laughs> that it's like, oh, okay, well, now we know that's there. Um all that kind of stuff, and obviously story details, because there is a story in the game. Uh, um, see that? See that? That's a that's a spoiler. No, people don't need to leak that stuff. Well, that's unfortunately, people are stupid, and they do. Um, so yeah, Nintendo ain't happy. Um, but 
Thankfully, we're not. not we're not too far away from release. Uh, the launch date for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is December seventh. So, that is it for gaming news for me. Uh, Ronnie, well, you know what? Before Ronnie goes, yeah. I just wanted to say that if Nintendo were smart, they would they would just somehow find a way to instead of just shutting it all down because that's just so boring to just shut it down. They need to be like, that's fake news or try to somehow uh, just kind of throw off the people instead of making it... They're making it obvious that it's true information. So with that in mind, Patrick, you're a professional at fake news and real news, aren't you? I think you could teach them a thing or two about doing that kind of stuff. They call me the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news. That is what they call you. So That's at least what Lucas speaking calls you. Of, speaking of judges, Jerry Springer is coming back to TV... As Judge Jerry. Fake news. Just like Judge Judy. Fake news. That's not real, is it? Yeah, I don't... It's real news. What? Oh my gosh. That is real news. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Springer is like the Swiss Army Judge knife of everything. Jerry. Really I'm pretty is. sure Judge Jerry. Judy Shineland has a law degree of some sort. Uh, or that she was, you know, some sort of credentials for being a judge. I don't yeah. think Jerry... I can't imagine... I mean, I can't imagine uh, Jerry Springer... Going to law school for this show. It's got to be some. He went on the internet. It's, he printed it off Google. He like he like typed in law degree and just photoshopped his name in there. It's not real. Yeah, this is it's real news. I know. But yeah, it's, it's real also, news. He's he, he is he's going to be judging fake news. It's real oh pathetic God. news, is what it is. <laughs> That's oh, crazy. Goodness. Do you guys watch Judge Judy? Just out of curiosity. I used to. I've seen it. Yeah. I always feel like I'm in trouble, like watching that show. Like I, oh, I'm she's, starting to get anxiety because she's like roughing up the other people, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, but it felt like she was actually looking at you, like she yeah, was exactly right into your dirty soul, like you had broken some law. You know, it's funny. Her husband is the same way. Her husband is Jerry Shinelin, uh, if you've ever heard of the People's Court. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's her husband. Heard of it? That's her husband. I had no idea. That's a. <laughs> They monopolized judging TV. I don't even know what you call that. Law TV? I guess. Like that that whole people's court, Judge Judy. I mean, who else was there? It was just the two of them, right? Uh, there's Judge there's Judge Joe Brown. Jesus. Oh, that's right. I forgot that's about right. Joe Brown. That's right. Old Joe Can you imagine Brown. arguments in that household? <laughs> just two <laughs> judges going back and forth? That would be tough. Oh, that would be They're so like the tense. Jedi Knights of arguing. They are. <laughs> I would be confessing everything, and they'd be like, we weren't even talking to you. Shut up and sit down. I'm sorry. (laughs) Get out of my courtroom. (laughs) Any other other fake news, real uh, news? Second second news story. Uh, Venom has made more money at the box office than Wonder Woman. Real news. Real news. Fake news. Real news. It's real news. Oh my gosh! Absolutely, it's actually made more news. money Sorry, than Spider Man did. Fake. Yeah, they did. They made eight hundred and twenty-two million dollars at the box wow. office. Six hundred and ten of that is overseas. Yeah, not huge, a big surprise. With huge the overseas. overseas. Well, that's like movies like uh, what is that movie with the big robots? Transformers and the monsters. Oh, no. Pacific Rim. There's that. Yeah, Pacific Rim. That actually got a sequel because of the international box office. Like, they kept that alive. 
domestically that did little to nothing in the U.S. back in the day, but internationally it was huge. It wasn't a bad movie. The second though. one, which was, yeah, but the second one wasn't a good movie, was it? I didn't watch it, but yeah, it I haven't looked, seen it. Kinda, <laughs> it was like the David awful. Hasselhoff of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably it looked like it would have been a better movie if David Hasselhoff was in it. Like, uh, uh, what's his face from the new Star Wars movies, the the Black Stormtrooper. I don't know his real name, but Flynn. It's like Finn. 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 John Boyega. He's, yeah, John Boyega. He's in it, and he uses his real voice. And before that, the watching the preview for that movie, I had no idea that he was British. And then he spoke with his accent, and I was like, what? Blew my mind. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like all these British actors and actresses. you know, Like, like House. Uh, Andrew Lincoln. And House the, from the, the Doctor Show many years ago. He's British. Like... Yeah. That's crazy. Like what? Like the the Andrew Lincoln, Rick from Walking Dead. Yeah, you know, he's got that Southern country accent, and he's then British. He's British. Oh, you have to hear him talk. Crazy. It's ridiculous. Wow, that's it's, weird. It, it like throws you. Looks for like a loop somebody's because... talking for him. Yeah, <laughs> that is so weird. But anyways, uh, yeah, that's crazy about Venom overtaking Wonder Woman and Spider Man. Right. Props to props to uh, Venom. The last. The last fake news, real news I have is the trailer of The Lion King live-action remake was the most viewed trailer of all time within the first 24 hours. Fake news. I think that could be real, man. Lion King's big. I'm going to go fake news just because of the the percentages. You haven't done a fake news. It is fake Uh, news. It is the second highest. The highest one was Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War. Marvel. But yeah, I don't know. You've, have you seen the trailer for The Lion Dude, King? Mm. So good. My, Man, my eyes wait. were sweating half the time. There's a there's actually like a shot for shot. If you actually look, there's a comparison of the original Lion yeah, King trailer really cool. plus the new with the new one. Yeah. But I don't mean to burst anyone's bubble, but this live action remake. They're still in. Yeah, it's all CG. <gasps> what? They didn't train those animals to do that? <laughs> Fake news. Those are real animals. No, but it looked incredible. I mean, I... It does. I, I think it's going to be the... Like, I really like how Disney's cashing in on their classic movies. And I think, to this point, they've done an excellent job with uh, their live-action remakes of their classic cartoon movies. But I can't see how they're going to do this one any differently like i feel like beauty and the beast cinderella like they they tweak the stories a lot but with this line they don't need to tweak it they just need to do it and it's going to be awesome and people are going to love it true story uh i'm i'm excited about it it's going to be good so ronnie i need you i need you to tell me something good like you watched superman nice come on tell us that's beautiful the three hole here today uh, no, I didn't. Ah! Golly, man. Come on. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, I, Six times I in a row. I completely ignored it this week and didn't even think about it. I've actually got a piece of mail over top of it right now at my house, so I'm gonna blame it on that. <laughs> blame it on the mail. Blame it on the mail. All right. So while nice. I wasn't watching Superman... <laughs> Very bad Millie Vanilli That was song. nice. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Keep going. Thank Funny you. thing is, it wasn't even really <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. We're actually seeing it. <laughs> yeah. So other than not watching Superman, what I did do is I had Thanksgiving for the fan with the family. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but like it, it is one of my favorite holidays. Like 
It really it's just, is. You just go, like, hang out with your family. You eat awesome food. Yeah. Um, this year was the first year, in fact, since uh, I got divorced, I don't have to go anywhere else. I went to one place for the whole day and just, like, you know, ate, napped, ate, and, like, napped again. Mm-hmm. And I was just at the same place. And it was at my <laughs> you were, aunt's You house. were at the table in your sweatpants. <laughs> you just, like, <laughs> fall asleep, wake up, Exactly. Eat Nice. I didn't wear my sweatpants. I wore my fat jeans. I wanted to look classy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but my it was at my aunt's house this this year, and she lives in the same neighborhood as me. So, like, two streets down. It was awesome. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard, like, the Jerry Seinfeld skit about the Halloween candy or about him stealing candy from, like, his grandparents. It makes him feel like a kid again. I always feel like that on Thanksgiving. So, like, I'll be sitting there, and my grandma, like, walks up. She's like, oh, do you need a piece of, you know, you want some dessert? Like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do, grandma. I need it. <laughs> Grandma's are the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like everybody's, like, waiting on you like you're a kid again. So, yeah, it, it's just it's a, true. It, it's a weird, uh, it's just a weird thing. Um, I did not play any volleyball this week, which is surprising. What? It's been the first are you, are no sick? volleyball week. Are you sick? Well, I, I stopped my Monday league that I was playing in, the leagues. Um, obviously, that's why I'm here right now. We're recording on a Monday night. Uh, so I didn't do any of that, but I'm about to dive back in Friday and Saturday. So Oh, snap. So later in the week, you know, I'll injure myself again, I'm sure. <laughs> Conveniently. Probably so you can play Red Dead Redemption some more. Yeah, that would be. I don't know. I don't know if I could play it any more than I already do. It's just one of those games like it's completely consuming. You going to play Red Dead Online? So. Oh, I'm definitely gonna do nice. that. Definitely gonna do that. That sounds really fun. I think uh, I think it was Patrick that was saying that's like like this Friday or something yeah, like that. Is a... So yeah, the Ultimate Edition owners can play it on Tuesday, and then I think if you played it on the in the weekend, then you can play it on Wednesday, and then if you played it in the first month, you can play it on thursday and that then sounds complicated everybody else plays it on friday so i think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you know like the smallest yeah. amount of people possible they're trying to stagger in the, server. the servers yeah <laughs> yep sure that makes sense but hopefully it's a little bit better than what grand theft auto i don't know if you remember the launch of that but it was a train wreck going into that launch of grand theft auto online and the first like few weeks, it, it was a struggle. now that launched. So that, the online launched on PS3 though, right? It launched with the game, I think. Right, but I'm saying like because Grand Theft Auto 4 was a PS3 slash PS4 game when online launched, it was only on PS3 at that time. So it makes complete sense that it was a train wreck because PS4 wasn't out yet. So PS oh yeah, PS3's on, uh, infrastructure was terrible. So. It really made sense why it failed. So now it being on PS4, I'd imagine they've learned their lesson from Grand Theft Auto Online, and they're on a better system launching it. Or were you saying that when it launched on PS4, it was a train wreck? No, when it when it launched on PS3 and 360, when okay. uh, like yeah. it, it it wasn't working. I mean, people were getting you know kicked off the server, and there was right. a lot of glitches. Um, it was slow. Some things weren't loading. Um, and that happened for like the first few weeks and I tried it for the first few weeks and then I kind of fell out of it never went back to it. And obviously Grand Theft Auto online is one of the biggest online games out there right now. It's still going. Yeah, it is. It's a yeah. silent beast. Yep. Yeah. I actually think Red Dead is going to be a lot like that because it is 
there's so many similarities between the two games. Um, it, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is certainly like just a vast game. I think people will probably play it for a long time, like they do Grand Theft Auto. For sure. Uh, but other than that, I actually may be buying a new TV and soundbar. There you go. So the funny the funny thing about this is I have a TV that's like five or six years old. It's like a 50-inch TV. I don't know what it is, if it's LCD or plasma or whatever. Uh, but my buddies are always complaining about this TV, like that they can't see it. So like they'll be like sitting down in front of the TV like little kids like while we're playing video games. So they always complain. They're like, oh, the TV's not good. Like I can't see anything, which is really – an excuse for me raking them at every video game. <laughs> we're playing. Whatever works, man. That's just what that's use. But I've been talking to people about TVs, and everybody has their own brand of TV that they're like loyal to. It's like a car, right? People are like, "Oh, I buy these," or "I buy these." So I'm just curious, what is your guys's brand? I or only do. do I only do Ford TVs. Ford <laughs> TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Chevy TVs like a rock. <laughs> like a rock. I love watching a good rock. But I found that people like will defend their brand of TV just like people do with cars. It's just kind they of a, will. a funny you get, little observation. You get those people that are subscribed to Consumer Reports, and they're just like, well, I read in this article, and this is, this is the best one. If you don't get this one, you're an idiot. It's like, geez, politics, TV, yeah, religion. Yeah. You, gotta, you can't talk TV. about those things. <laughs> can't talk about those things with some people. I like my LG TV, so. I've heard good things about LG. <clears throat> no, I'm not loyal. I go through TVs. I got I got a Sony. I got a Vizio, Toshiba, Senyo. Good gracious. <laughs> how, I got, how many TVs do you have? No, I only have three TVs, but I've gone through in the, oh, in the house. But I've three gone three TVs. Look oh. at me, three TVs. Mm. <laughs> this is at the 1950s. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, poor little missionaries here. Just one TV, okay? Just rub it in, salt in the of, wound. Makes no, me think of Back right. to the Future. Next time, wow, next time you're wrong. in the United States, I'll get you one of those 65 inch, 200 dollar TVs. To, you can take home with you. Now, don't say it unless you mean it. I'll take you up on and that. Sell it for quadruple the price. <laughs> exactly. Buy a house. Buy a mansion in Brazil. <laughs> uh, no, Ronnie, to answer your question for me, uh, the best buy is what I go for. Not like the store best buy, but the best buy I can find for the quality of TV. So I'll pretty much try to cross-reference what's the best price for the best quality of television. I have a Sony... Yeah. Bravia, I think, from 2011. I have a seven-year-old TV. It's uh, it's it's kind of old, but it it works great. I love it. And when it dies, I'll probably try to convince my wife to get a 4K TV. I doubt it'll happen, but I'm gonna shoot for the stars <laughs> or shoot for the moon, whatever, and uh, still get like a a good TV in the process. So, but I I don't have brand loyalty myself. <laughs> Uh, the one my two buddies are pitching like the same exact TV. It's like a Sony, it's like an eight Sony eight fifty, I think. Like the sixty five inches, the one I'm gonna get. It's like a thousand bucks. It's not a cheap TV, but I guess for that price, it's like the best possible TV you can get. Yeah. Um, is it and then four, I got a message is it, today. Is it four K? I don't know. Yeah, you need to you. I I would say to future. I don't know yourself, anything about it. I believe it is four K, but I don't know. You need to definitely get four K. Yeah. Just, just yeah, for a thousand bucks, I should be getting at least four K. I feel like you should at least get three K. I don't. I haven't. A thousand dollars. I haven't bought. I haven't bought a TV in. I can't even remember the last TV I bought. 
Like, I, this was a hand-me-down to you, oh, okay. Nice, hand-me-downs. I was going to ask if you found it on the street. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's had to have been, like, at least, like, seven years or eight years since I've ever bought a TV. Me too. I mean, it works for me. I don't, I don't mind. But when people come over, I guess that have good TVs, they're like, "Man, your TV sucks." Oh wow! Like, like we can't see anything. Thanks, friend. Great friend. I'm getting bashed about this TV. You know, good friends. You know, you don't have to stay here. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to come over here and eat my food. Um. Yeah, but uh, then one of my friends said, "Like, don't all single guys have like big TVs?" And I was like. Uh, I don't know. Do they? So now I'm really feeling backed into a corner about having to buy a TV. <laughs> Everybody's expecting it. I think instead of getting a new TV, you need some new friends. Ooh, uh, it could be. It could be. If they you listen, know, yeah, if they listen exactly to the show, right. nothing personal. Friends of Ronnie, I love you. I feel like they're like your entourage. They come over, <laughs> just eat your food, watch your TV. <laughs> like, what is this crap? You know watch Pass me a sandwich. You know. You know what? <laughs> You know what's funny is that that is it is kind of like that. They just come over and just hang out and sit and watch TV. Like the other night, like uh, one of my buddies came over and he's on his uh, like little Nintendo. Uh, what's it called? Switch. Switch. Like the hand. Yeah, little Nintendo Switch, and uh, he's playing like a Pokemon game, and I'm just sitting there playing Red Dead. And we're not actually talking to each other. We're just sitting there playing games like in our own worlds. And it's like, why are you it's here? Like, go home. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What are you doing here? <laughs> But uh, no, I'm. Uh, I'm. They've also been pitching this soundbar, uh, the Sonos soundbar. Just I guess the whole like system or whatever. Yeah. Definitely uh, really pricey, but apparently it's it is worth it. Do you guys have one of those? I have a couple soundbars. One for my basement, one for my living room, and yeah, they're so much better than this than the speakers for any TV. Hmm. The TVs nowadays they don't they don't built speakers into the TVs that are any good anymore. I yeah. probably the one the ones that are more expensive maybe, but I Wait, mean they're like the small Are you serious at all? They don't put any speakers in the TVs? Well, the speakers are like corners there, like are we? Mo- mono, you know, crap, you know, yeah. sounds like an echo, yeah, you know, kind of thing. True. You need a sound bar if you want quality sound anymore. It's true. Well, and, it's, and they were telling me too cuz like I have like just a Bluetooth speaker that I like play music from like when I'm when I'm here. And um, I guess you could just Bluetooth like your phone to the sound bar. So basically you can at any time you want just kind of turn it on and like play music from your phone, which nice. that definitely sounds yeah. pretty cool. Uh, but other than that, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Lucas, how about you? How was so your week? I also, even though I was in Brazil, TV. I also celebrated Thanksgiving. And it oh, was. All right. It was more or less amazing. Not not trying to hit on my you know my family or anything, but you can only get so far celebrating an American almost said festival American holiday in another country. Like it's hot here, and there's nobody else around you celebrating Thanksgiving. Like they talk about Thanksgiving, but you know. And I will say, like Ronnie mentioned, it was nice. I didn't have to go to multiple locations. I could just stay in one place and eat, take a nap, eat hang out with family, eat. Uh, it was amazing. Unfortunately, I did not get turkey this year. I was a little bummed. Um, they were not able to find a turkey in any of the grocery stores they went to. So we had a very large chicken. Uh, they call it a, oh, uh, a chester. It's a large rooster that has been castrated, and then they fatten it up and then cook it. Good times. Well, they kill it. We cook it. All right. Uh, but you know what's really like 
salt in the wound is the very next day we went to the grocery store to replenish because obviously it's Thanksgiving, so we ate everything in the house. We had to go back to the grocery store to buy more groceries for the following week. And what did we find in the frozen section? Turkey. Are you kidding me? The day after Thanksgiving, and you're going to just flaunt turkey in my face after I had to eat chicken? I mean, it was good chicken. I will not knock my mother-in-law, father-in-law. They, they made an excellent array of foods. My wife, you know, they all three worked together in our little kitchen, and they, you know, we had mac and cheese. Uh, I, of course, provided the cranberry sauce from a can, smooth as God made it to be. Ugh, oh, I, I love it when you get that you, when you squeeze it out of the can and it's like that inverted slosh like and it gloop, it gloop and it gloops Ugh. onto the table. <laughs> I love that sound. <clears throat> that sound automatically makes me think of uh, Thanksgiving, but it was it was excellent, of course. That that uh, sound makes me think of pooping. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> what kind of poops do you have, man? That sounds like that. You need to see a. I thought we were using the term. I thought we were using the term falling out earlier yeah, we were. to not reference pooping. Yeah. <laughs> Which is worse, by the way. Pooping is way better than falling Mark, out. Mark, I think you need to see a doctor about that. So anyways, uh, <laughs> besides Thanksgiving this past week, I took my kids out on some dad, dad dates and uh, took them to the mall. Uh, one on, I think, Wednesday and one, one on Thanksgiving morning. And it was a good time. We went to... A little pretzel place had some pretzels. I took them into a very large toy store. And now it might sound like really mean because I took them into the toy store with the understanding that they were not going to buy anything. But with that idea in mind, it was almost freeing for my children because we just went in and we played with all the toys. Like them knowing that we were, they weren't going to buy anything. We were just that those people that went in and we found like the the... the the toys that made sounds, and I taught them how to push all the buttons at one time so that the whole the whole row is making a bunch of noise. Like, to this point, I hadn't done that with my kids yet, and I used to do that all the time as a kid. My dad didn't do that with me, and my kids, they don't know to do that, so I was like, i I got to educate you kids on how to make the most out of a toy store, and so we did that. Uh, both of my kids, I did kind of like a a psychological study with my kids and we found the the toy Simon. Did you guys play that growing up? The four color oh, yeah. game yep. where you got to hit yep. I think it's yellow, red, green, blue. Yeah. My kids not natural with Simon. Like they were the worst. <laughs> like the the legged gun girl in Broforce, they were worse than her. They were the worst. <laughs> they <laughs> it were was the so worst. Bad. Oh, and I filmed God. it. I haven't shamed them publicly. I'm not going to put it on uh, social media, like some parents like to do for their kids, like it, but it was so bad. Like I sent them up to it, and I and I just let them do it naturally. Like I turned it on, and I said, "Okay, play play Simon," and they started pressing the buttons, and they could not figure it out. Like my daughter, she would always hit the first one twice, and I think it's because it lit up twice. And she interpreted it as she needed to hit the button twice, and she did it over sure. and over and over again. Like, she didn't figure out on her own, so I had to show her. And after I showed her, she got it, and it was good. And then my son, we did the same thing. I said, here, son, my kids are five and eight years old. Um, so they're old enough they should be able to figure it out. And my son, instead of hitting the first one twice, he kept hitting the last one that would light up. And it was so weird to see how they both reacted in a different way with the game and how they both epically failed. But thankfully, I was able to show them, and they, they picked up on it. 
And it was just really cool to kind of show them a game that I grew up playing. And uh, that was just fun. And then we just went around nice. and, you know, we tried on all the hats, like funny hats and toys and played with toys. It was, it was a good time. Um, also, during this time, I was reminded at how I am the, also the worst. My kids are not the only ones who are the worst. I am also the worst at working from home during vacation. When my family is here, uh, for those that don't know, I'm a missionary. Um, I do work and go to different churches, but for the most part, I do most of my work uh, at home. And so when my family's off on vacation, I am the worst. I do not get any work done. And on the one hand, it's nice for my family because I'm not distracted. I'm not one of those workaholic dads that like shuts the door and says, I'm going to be here for the next six hours, so leave me alone. But on the other hand, I don't get anything done. And like all my emails and all my messages from you know, church leaders and people that I need to talk to, it builds up uh, for like a whole week and I get a little stressed. But, you know, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm still working on it. So if anybody has some pointers or some suggestions for working from home with your family, feel free to, to, to connect with me and let me know. I know that Ed Plasencia works at home and he's tried to give me some pointers like doing power hours, but I, I am terrible. Have you guys had any experience with that? Working from home? I have, I have never worked from home. Actually. I, I, I'm a little hesitant. Like it sounds like a good idea, but I also know that like at home, um, I think there's just more distraction. So it takes a lot more discipline to work from home, yeah. which I, I kind of like the idea of going into the office for a certain amount of time. And you know what I mean? You're there to work and that's really like the only thing you can, you know, that's the only thing you can do while I was at home. I mean, I feel like I would be just wandering mm-hmm. all over the place doing other stuff. Yeah. Now for me, I, I work from home a couple times and I just shut myself downstairs into the basement, turn on Netflix and get my laptop out. Man, I am so productive really when i'm just sitting here because when i'm at the office there are so many people that come into my office to ask me questions or or whatever and it's it's just because i because you know, i have i have 11 people that report to me and all different with personalities all different you know questions and experiences so they continually come to me and, and, and additionally i have managers that come to me as well so when I am home, I get so much more work done because I have less distractions. Plus, my kids are in school. I haven't taken a day off when my kids aren't in school yet. So like like you, Lucas, if, if my kids were home, wife was home, it, I think it would be kind of hard to to do that if I didn't have my basement. Yeah, I've never you, really Mark? had a job. I've never really had a job where I could do that, where I could stay home. I guess maybe my some of my... Uh, my church responsibilities, uh, you know, administrative stuff with, with, uh, doing the worship and youth ministry. Uh, I guess you could call that working at home, but not, not really for the most part. Um, I've never really had that opportunity. It's all stuff I have to do at work. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of knew going into things when we moved, uh, one of the churches that we were going to be a part of, or that we are a part of, they had said that they, they would have an office area for me, but um, we only have one car right now, and it takes a good 45 minutes to an hour to take the, the bus and get to and walk to the church and get there. Um, I think I do need to like maybe pick a day or two every week and just make myself have office hours there, um, and that might help because sometimes I think for me, I get easily distracted, like... Uh, 
I, I have video games here. I have social media. Like there's always someone to talk to on Twitter or uh, text to or whatever. There's always someone to talk to and distract me from what I need to, you know, do. Um, so I probably need to uh, kind of break it up sometimes and, and get a different locale. But besides that, uh, work and family time, um, I, I've kind of slowed down a little bit on the classic Nintendo challenge. Uh, I'm definitely not giving up whatsoever. I've gotten through eight games, so I've completed eight of 51 games so far. Um, but Ghost and Goblins uh, almost broke me um, this past week. Mm. Oh, man. I I just... I, I Praise the Lord. I don't know. God has nothing to do with it. I shouldn't belittle his, his amazingness <laughs> by <laughs> saying praise the Lord for this. But, but really, I was so thankful that I discovered with my... Uh, it's not a pro controller, but one of those Wii controllers that has like a home button on it, and you can use those on the Nintendo and Super Nintendo Classic. I was so happy to discover that I could reset the game, like reset the Nintendo using that controller instead of having to get up and hit the reset button on the console. Uh, that's nice. the only way I was able to survive with Ghosts and Goblins because I had to reset that game so many times, like so many times. I got I got to areas where it was just like every two seconds I was restarting because I would get hit and die, get hit and die, get hit and die. There's some boss like some bosses. There are some there's some bad guys that are crazy ridiculous. Uh, after some time, I figured out how to kill them, but it took a lot of a lot of a lot of work. So uh, with that, I decided to get back into some modern gaming, as I alluded to last week, and had talked to you guys about. Uh, I did get the plat in Burly Minute C. You know, that game that so many people are playing right now. Um, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty much about that. Just some fat guys on the sea. It's like a adventure game where you just kind of choose your path. It's nothing really complicated. It's very much an indie game, a smaller game. Uh, but it's a really easy plat. It was a nice, relaxing game to play. Um, and then also with Rayman Legends, I am less than a week. So this time next week, I will be celebrating the platinum on Rayman Legends, which is no nice. small feast. Nice. Uh, and then finally, I am completely and unashamedly addicted to Spider-Man, like a hundred and ten percent addicted. There's nice. I I am I am so loving Spider-Man right now. Like, and it's not just me. My my kids are loving Spider-Man along with me. Like, just the what do you love about it? The joy of flying through not flying. He doesn't fly. Swinging through the city as Spider-Man. Uh, I didn't realize how like how great that would feel like just like it's it's so easy to do and yet it just, like it's so easy that you know tonight my kids and I were playing and I just gave the controller to my 5 year old and within a couple minutes he was you know he he was he was falling sometimes and hitting some walls but for the most part he was able to swing through the city and he was loving it like he's like I'm Spider-Man like just swinging through the city my daughter she's 8 she did it too and the controls nice. are easy enough that you could do it but when I'm doing it like it, it gives you extra like button pushes and different things and movements to where you feel like you're like a pro after a, a few minutes once you get it and you just you swing through the city and I found myself like doing I don't know if you guys have played video games with people where they like move their hands move their body uh, with the controller like it's actually gonna help um, but I find myself while I'm playing spider-man when I when I swing a certain direction I lean with it and I like move my hands with it, and I know it's not doing anything, but I feel like I'm swinging through the city. Like I didn't think that I would, I would connect to it as much as I have. 
Uh, I can only imagine playing that game in VR, but it's just been really cool. Like, and then along with that, the the superhero fighting, like as we've talked about with Spider-Man, he's just such a lovable character, and the jokes he makes, and uh, just just the game itself. You know, I'm not super far into it, partly because I've already collected like 40 backpacks, and I've uh, taken pictures of like you know 10 different landmarks. Like, it takes me forever to get to the next mission because. Uh, I'm just collecting all the little collectibles. Got to get that plat, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm. Mm-hmm. So that's been my that's been my gaming. But you know what? It got me to thinking about games nowadays. On one hand, uh, I think for 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 those of us that grew up watching the cartoons and reading comics, that video games and movies are totally realizing, totally bringing our childhood dreams to life. And it got me to thinking about how kids nowadays, they have little to no room possibly for imagination because they don't have to think of it. They don't have to pretend. It's all right there in front of them. Um, You know, back in our day, video games and TV were so limited that we had to take it to the next level. And most of the time we did that in our backyard with our friends. Or when it rained, we did that in our house. It was all we needed was our imaginations. You know, I think... I think today's tech, video games, TV, they're amazing, but do you guys ever wonder if kids are missing out on the wonders and glories of the backyard, of the backyard life, of the neighborhood life, you know? Uh, Did you guys have much of that growing up? Did you guys have a backyard life? Some. A little bit. Patrick, Ronnie, did you guys uh, have a backyard Uh, life? I would take my uh, bike bike everywhere. Ronnie, how about you? Yeah, same with me. I, I rode my bike. I had a couple of buddies on my street. Um, we were always riding back and forth to each other's houses. Um, but just, man, uh, doing everything outside. Well, that, <laughs> so much different than today. I'm glad to hear that then because that brings us to our topic of the day. Backyard and school activities and sports, baby. So, let's jump right into our topic today, guys. Why don't you share about your backyard life, share some stories, share some of your favorites, favorite and least favorite uh, games and activities. And I think we should start with Ronnie. Tell us. You were already kind of alluding awesome. to it. Tell us about that backyard life. Are we, doing our, are we doing our best and worst, or are we doing all best, then all worst? Maybe should have aired this out before, but just want to make sure. M- mix it up. We'll just talk about it. See where it goes. <laughs> All right, so Surprises. so best backyard sports. Um, first one for me is definitely wiffle ball. Like, oh yeah, man, like everybody, basically everybody can play wiffle ball. It's like, true, you know, almost all ages. And the best part about wiffle ball is, with a little bit of skill, which is what I have, a teeny tiny amount of skill, you can still rake the rest of your family when they're out there. <laughs> Not only can you're you like, rake them with a little bit of, you can beat them with the bat if they get out of line. That's exactly right. With a little bit of skill. You All right, now, so are there. you playing wiffle ball with a skinny yellow bat or the big red fat bat? Oh, red fat bat all the way. Neither. I have a Ken Griffey Jr. replica bat. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, snap. You're using a real bat. <laughs> yeah. To hit the wiffle ball. <clears throat> it's plastic, but it's like the shape of an actual oh, major. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, but I am totally the guy out in wiffle ball, too, like – you know, stare down the home run and give the big bat flip. 
and then berate my 12 year old cousin who was pitching while I'm going around the bases. That's totally me. <laughs> and uh, nice wiffle ball. Like our family still plays wiffle ball even now that we're all older. Um, you know, we still get everybody together out there and play wiffle ball. And we recently adopted kickball, which is actually pretty much it's a better game all around for like people of all ages. It's like there's some younger kids and stuff, and it basically allows all of them to be able to play. Cause it yeah, takes it doesn't take as much less coordin- skill to be able to at least kick the ball. You don't need it, as you know? much eye-hand coordination with between the bat and the ball <clears throat> and the air and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can get, like, you know, younger kids out there. They can still be involved in the game and all that stuff. Um, and as a bonus of kickball, you get to throw the ball at your family members. Yes, so, <laughs> take it all out on So there's that. Hit him in the face. You know, uh, what What is that uh, meet-the-parents style? Yeah, yeah. Spikes spikes the ball ball in the 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 family member's face. Yeah, you could totally do that. I don't know why, but my my thought process went straight to Karate Kid. Put him in a body bag. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I mean, depends on depends on who's rolling around the bases and how hard you're going to throw it. If it's one of my cousins who's like the same age as me, man, I am rearing back and launching it. Destroy. But if it's my grandma, though, you know, I'll I'll take ten percent off. Ten percent, eighty percent, but. Course. Yeah, I want to make sure I get don't wanna, it. Don't want to overdo it. <laughs> you wanted to, you wanted to offer you that pie later. Oh, there it is. Hey, hey. Mark. Yeah. Take Woo. your medicine. Nine twenty, guys. Nine twenty. Nine twenty. No, it's not. It's twelve twenty. Um, so no, we 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 have had a ton of fun with kickball. So like we've kind of adopted. It almost went straight to kickball and kind of left wiffle ball in the dust because like everybody can play kickball. It's just a really good. Well, time. I have to drop in uh, just a moment. Uh, Ronnie, just to not be redundant, I was also going to bring up kickball, and I have to I have to confess that I'm the worst at kickball. I uh, I I kick like a girl. Well, I kicked like a girl. I haven't actually played kickball in a long time, but uh, I we played kickball in the the backyard. We also played kickball in our school uh, during middle school during lunchtime. You would eat lunch as fast as humanly possible, and you would run to the gym so <laughs> you could play kickball or watch. Uh, the two different teams play kickball and I always dreaded when we played because I could not kick worth anything. I did never got the whole concept of like stiffening my foot and leg so that I would create more of a punch, you know, like all of a sudden I would just swing my leg and it was like, it's like I lost all my feeling or I had a prosthesis leg and it would just be like, you know, Octodad or whatever, just like flopping his leg at the ball. It was awful. <laughs> On the other hand, while I didn't know my wife, she did shout out to my wife. She did mention that she was a champion at kickball and she loved it very much. And that's why I married her because I knew she was somebody's I knew gotta, she was somebody's better gotta than pick me. up the slack. Exactly. She's better than I am. She had to pick up the slack. <laughs> so But I still appreciate it. Yeah, it, I've adopted the kick with like the very top of my foot, just like angle it down so that I can control where the ball goes. Yeah. That seems to work the best for nice. me. But we're usually playing barefoot too, so it hurts. It does, but you can get more Especially control. Especially if you use a real kick. You know, I like kicking a yeah. I like kicking a football with my bare foot as opposed to shoe. I feel like I get a better oh, hit. Oh man, I feel like that would destroy my foot. Oh, it does. It turns very red and it hurts. It kind of feels like the inside of uh, Patrick's throat after he ate that spontaneous combustion, but it's worth it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sometimes winning. That's painful. right. <laughs> uh, so my my two worst that I have. The first one is soccer. For basically the reason we just explained, because I am so uncoordinated when it comes to soccer. Like, I can't get it. Like, it's just (laughs) – it's like I have little cousins and stuff, and they all play soccer, and they are just running circles around me. 
Like I can't control the ball for anything with my feet. I'm with you. Any do do we have any soccer players on this podcast? Did anybody play? No. I'm the same with you, Ronnie. I oh I, I played so many different so sports and I just for whatever reason I am so uncoordinated when it comes to trying to kick a ball. It's, I yeah, I almost end up like stepping on it and it's just so bad. Yeah. I actually played in the uh what I like to call the amoeba leagues back in the back in the day when I was like five or six years old. Uh, if you're not familiar with soccer when you're a little kid or the amoeba leagues, that's when all the kids just kind of huddle around the ball and then they just move with the ball as one massive, like, child <laughs> amoeba. And that's what it is because nobody goes to a position. Nobody knows what they're doing. They're five, six, seven years old. And they literally just kick each other's chin. Chins? No. Shins. Like, they just kick each oh, other. Geez. It's kick awful. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it was it was awful, and that was my first and last experience with playing any kind of coordinated soccer. Like here in Brazil, I have totally resisted because I have flashbacks of when I was five, six years old playing soccer. I was terrible at it, and I got kicked in the shin so many times I hated it, and so I just equated it to soccer. So I'm with you guys, uh, Mark. How about you? You a soccer player, buddy? No, no, I am not. Um... Of of all of us here, I would venture to say that I am the least sports oriented person here. Um, I I did play sports when I was a kid. Um, you know, I'll have you know that I had my own baseball card when I was like seven. So look oh, look out! Say Granted, out, my baby. parents had to pay for that card, and anybody <laughs> could have gotten it. But you know. I had my own baseball card. Yeah, I was part of a little league team when I was a kid, um, and I did that for a couple of years. Um, and and of course, you know, you have your gym class and stuff where you you take part in stuff like kickball and volleyball and stuff like that. But sports was so much not my thing. Um, it was something I didn't enjoy doing. Um, it was it was something I wasn't really good at. Um, but I certainly played outside. Like, you know, I did, I did my fair share of biking and stuff like that. And obviously being from, from the New England area, you know, there's a fair amount of, uh, of snow play going on. Um, Heck yeah. 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 Um, so of course, you know, I would dig snow tunnels in my yard my front yard and all that kind of stuff so i guess you could call that a sport um i i seem to recall this one memory of of sort of and this is a testament to how much of a jerk kid i could be or at least the fact that i was following a jerk kid um the fact that we basically lured this kid over to play video games with us and then we lured him outside so that we could like pelt him with snowballs, and and basically beat the crap out of him with snowballs. Oh, jeez! Uh, wow, and, bullies! And, and unfortunately, my my uh, my friend took it a little too far. He uh, he happened to pee in a snowball, and and chucked oh, it. Oh no! Well, yeah. that, hold on, hold on. He peed in the snowball, and he also picked it up. He picked it up first. He lost. Then peed in the. <laughs> Wait, I don't. I don't understand how that works. How does it not just melt into a big pile of pee in your hand? Like, did he like pee and then pinch it off and throw the snowball and then get another one? And then I can't pinch it off. Like, how I does know. that work? 
I don't want to know how that works. I shouldn't ask that question. Uh, edit, edit that out. That's the worst. <laughs> that, that, is, that is definitely the worst. Man, he peed in a snowball. What a rotten but, kid. Uh, yeah. Rotten is the nice way of saying it. That's an automatic <laughs> loss right yeah. there. Yeah, but, he, you know, it happened. But in any case, so there's a fair amount of snow sports. Uh, you know, I did some snowboarding. Snow sports. Snow bullying. <laughs> bullying is now yes. a sport. <laughs> Hey, no, that's an activity. Metal in it, snowballing, oh. <laughs> snowballing. Yeah. So, but other than soccer, my last one, and I actually enjoy this game, but I'll tell you why it's bad. Do you guys play cornhole? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I've played it. Love it. All right, just making sure. Yeah, it is a great game, but the reason it's the worst sport is because we all have that uncle, right, who's bad at everything uh-huh. else, but in cornhole, he has money in the bank every yeah. time. And the more he drinks, the better he gets. Oh, he's like putting three to four the whole every time, and you're like just yeah. <laughs> trying to hang on. I had an uncle like that like, with horseshoes. <clears throat> oh, man, I remember playing horseshoes when I was a lot younger, and I got totally dominated by all the older yeah. men. It's true. Those guys have all transitioned to cornhole now, and now they're just killing Oh, they destroy the, it. Like, young kids. <laughs> yep. and killing it yeah. on the cornhole circuit. <laughs> they are totally tearing those boards up. Yeah, the grandpas and uncles are all like, what's this cornhole game? Like sharking these little kids. <clears throat> And then destroying them, taking their lunch money. Yeah, but the funny thing about like backyard sports or really just outdoor, outdoor like outdoor sports is uh, like I I don't know like I still you know I'm I'm gonna be 31 soon, and uh, I still love going out and playing like all those things like just and really any game. I mean, soccer is not necessarily my favorite, but I would play it if that's what everybody was playing. And uh, kind of a funny story, so. A few years back when I worked in the same building as Patrick, I, I do now again, but we moved for a few years. Me and him would actually go to lunch, and we created this entire game. Oh, yeah. We haven't it's played that in a while. Yeah, it was with tennis balls, and it was with uh, like a wiffle ball bat. And uh, we had to play it inside of a tennis court. I'm not going to reveal the name of it because mm, we should have come up with a back <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs> A uh, safe for work name. <clears throat> A safe for family's yeah, name. Yeah, we should have come up with a, a different. But me and him would go out every day for lunch, and we'd be out there playing this game. And uh, yeah, it was just like we're just like a couple of like little kids out there. It's like t- being twelve years old. You're out there like <laughs> hitting uh, tennis balls, like trying to keep them in the yard and stuff. Like it was. Right. It, uh, it's still a lot. Now, of fun. if you had to give it a safe for work name or a safe for family name, could you make up one? Hmm, Pat? Tennis ball, <laughs> baseball in a tennis court game. That's a terrible name. <laughs> Longest name ever for a sport. Samsonite. Samsonite. That sounds like, yeah, it's way off. All right, fair enough. Yeah, we should have come up with a backup name, yep. but uh, we didn't. Right. So Homework. No, you don't need any more homework. Watch Superman. Forget making up a name to your weird tennis game. <laughs> Patrick, how about you, buddy? All right, so I'll start off with the worst backyard game that we played as kids. And the game that we played was called Kill the Man. Now, different kids have different names for it. So it was like where we would hold, one person would have a football, and then four or five other kids would try to tackle that person. And once you get tackled, then you got to give up the ball. The next person goes, and it was a game that you would play for maybe... 15 to 30 minutes because it was high action you know you're tackling guys you're running around full speed trying to tackle someone so but i mean there were so many injuries in that game because you're just like 
no pads, full force, kids just tackling each other. When you get tackled by two, three people, and you can get some injuries. So uh, that was a fun game to play with my older brother and his friends, uh, but it was also the worst game because of the injuries. Man, I totally uh, forgot about that game. Now, with your guys, with your crew, how often did they? You said you played it with your older brothers, your bigger brothers and his friends. Your yeah. bigger brother and his friends. Now, did they often make you start? Like, did they throw the ball at you and say, kill the man or whatever, like, and start it? Because I know with us, uh, it, inevitably, the game would always get ruined when the bigger one of the bigger kids in our crew of neighborhood guys would start, like, picking out some of the smaller ones and, like, making sure they were it so that they would get hit constantly. And that would usually ruin oh. it, so... You know what? I don't remember if that's the way we played. I do remember that one of the my my oldest brother and his friends they would go easy on the little little guys. They would. You could tell that they were just going fifty percent speed. Oh, you guys are uh, so but... nice. <laughs> yeah, Mark and I, Mark and I, where we grew up, we we were bullies, so we uh, <laughs> yeah. we hurt the kids. We're learning something new every yes. day. Yes, yeah. learning a lot. We used to we used to actually play that uh, Patrick on our trampoline. Like we had one of those big trampolines that we would play like kill the man on the trampoline. Dang, that's worse. Wow, that sounds <laughs> oh, it's an intense, sounds an intense like, version. That sounds like an automatic visit think, to the emergency room. Now that I think back on it, we were always like everybody was always trying to get the ball, and there's literally no benefit to actually grabbing no, the ball. There's no winning. Not at all. You just get hit over and over. Yeah, there's no there's no winning at that game. Nobody Some would wins. say you get smeared, but that's all they'll say. <laughs> But uh, that led me into my best backyard game that I played when I was growing up, and that was backyard wrestling. Look out. And I, Whoa. And I, I was backyard wrestling in high school. BYW. We would the get BYW like three mattresses. We would cover them up so they would all like stay together, and we would have all these different names or characters – uh, we'd have our own special moves. Uh, we even had an announcer. And the announcer for our backyard wrestling, we, we had a website. We had everything. But our our, our announcer. You had a, you had did, a website? We did have a website. Oh I tried gosh. to go to I tried to go to it last week or a couple weeks ago, and it was taken down. And I reached out to the guy who had put the website up, and he, he said that he hadn't touched it in like 10 years. So it was probably it probably lost its license or copyright or website domain so right. we totally lost it so all that was, stuff is gone what was the website name uh it was extreme extreme wrestling.com that sounds tell legit. you what tell you what if you use the um the internet archive um the like it's called like the wayback machine or whatever yeah you can actually go back um because in uh, time yep <laughs> literally back, back in, in time, time. Nice. No way, can't. How do you? Where, what is it? What is this thing? Um, it's it's, I, it's, it's the called the Internet, Internet Archive. You go to Chrome. These are these programs on a computer that you. Oh my gosh, the, Lucas! The World Wide Web. <laughs> you have to be some kind of wizard to get this. Yeah. <laughs> what is? Tell this you what, if you right, look we'll, up the we'll Windows ninety five video, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, talk to you later about about that, so <laughs> yes. I can I can get that website back. Yeah, uh, basically. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk to you later about that. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, we the announcer for uh, our wrestling association, he was so good at it that we told him, I was like, you need to go into some sort of broadcasting because he just had a natural knack for it. 
and he ended up going to going to college for broadcasting and now he is a local radio dj for one of the top uh, radio stations in cincinnati nice so and every time every time i hear him i'm like man this is he's got like the prime spot like he's in the morning you know and uh he's just he's just so, so good it's just to see that we went from that small backyard wrestling to him actually doing what he loves and what he likes and he's good at it so that's kind of cool what was the name but of that yeah, website again it's extreme wrestling.s5.com okay are you doing it right now hopefully you I'm can looking, pull it up i'm looking it up right cool. now yep yeah you got it so i've actually seen this website as well you have like i saw this website you showed me like a couple of years ago it uh this is a real thing yeah we had we had this we had like- wrestling belts we had title uh we had we had actual paper pay-per-view quote-unquote events where we would get together and film it uh so i have old vhs tapes uh, from from us wrestling i had that a couple nicknames my the nicknames were sexy nova look out <laughs> and of course it, and yeah. it was it was modeled after the heartbreak kid sean michaels nice and uh then i was also high voltage high voltage was more modeled after razor ramon so my my uh finishing move was called the electric razor <laughs> like awesome. the, like the razor's nice edge. now at this time when you guys were doing this could you even use electric razors shut up <laughs> i saw the website no that is a negative no but nice. yes with a good time that was my favorite uh backyard sport when i was growing up that's awesome well, you know, our buddy Matt, Arctic Warlocks, he wanted to pitch in and share about uh, some of his favorites growing up. He said this on the Discord. He said, I guess with all the street football using the driveways as yard markers, to playing basketball horse in the driveway, to punting footballs in the backyard, one of my greatest moments was on the pool table. You know the game, solids versus stripes. I sank that eight ball on the break. Ooh. And you, and we got any pool sharks in here? In the house? No. No. No? Uh, I, I tend to play like a little bit when I go out. Like, I don't know how somebody could even make the eight ball on the break. Like, I don't even know how it's That's possible. That's wild. To do that. Yeah, I've definitely never done that he on is, break. He is a warlock. He is. He's an Arctic eight ball warlock. Uh, I grew up on. That's like getting a hole in one in golf. Yeah. That's hardcore. I grew up, uh, my uncles had pool tables and every Thanksgiving. Uh, I would go there for, for Thanksgiving, obviously, and uh, we would play pool. They had a regular pool table, the full size, and they also had a bumper pool table. I don't know if you guys have ever played those, but those are smaller, and they have little bumpers on them. And the hole for the balls literally is a centimeter larger than the ball itself. So it is no easy task to get those, that is a those, hard game. those uh, pool balls into those holes, but it's a very hard game. A very good challenge, and it actually helps you get a lot better at regular pool. Because once you go back to regular pool, those pool holes look like, like, huge, uh, look like the Grand Canyon, pretty much. So it's good stuff. Um, for me, growing up in my backyard, we had a three, like a three-yard, three-house spread uh, that we pretty much connected all three yards to do the things we did. And uh, I had my one neighbor, Matt. And then on the other side, I was the house in the middle. And then the house on the other side, uh, the, the main boy that lived there was, uh, his name was Brian, but we called him Little Brian because there was another kid in our crew of neighborhood kids 
Uh, that was also called Brian, and he was older and bigger, so we called him Big Brian, obviously. Um, we were we were pretty much limited to our three yards back in the day because of the Debbies. Now, when I say the Debbies, both moms on both sides of me, uh, for my friends, both of their names were Debbie. So uh, the Debbies uh-huh. would always uh, limit their kids, and I think we all had those growing up in our neighborhoods, that we had that one kid that could only, like once the sun went down, they had to go home. They couldn't go very far in the neighborhood. And so the Debbies on both sides, they were always not allowing their kids to go very far. So, you know, we would ride bikes and we could only ride bikes as far as like Matt. That day, his mom would only let him go to like uh, the third tree down the street or something. And so we would all have to go turn around at the the tree and go back to the house. And we just went on a circuit because we couldn't go anywhere because of the one friend. And so thankfully we were nice and loyal and we would stick together. Um, but you know, we did all kinds of those fun things during the daytime. Of course, I would say that our, our favorite activity during the day was tag, uh, all types of tag, whether it was free tag, freeze tag, uh, regular tag where you're just it once you're tagged. Uh, and then of course, as we got older and we watched a lot of like Saturday morning cartoons, we would have TV tag where you would have to name a cartoon. Um, there were several variations of tag that we would play. And of course we would also play war. War was also my favorite because we had the three yards and everybody had some variation of a weapon, like a Nerf gun, a water gun. If you didn't have those, of course there were always sticks and rocks you could use <laughs> for yeah. some of the, yeah, yeah you gotta love them sticks and rocks. Pearl rocks. You got a you know Nerf gun, I got a rock. Yeah, eat, eat this kid. Uh, like, hey, you want to use my Nerf gun? Oh, I'd love to use the Nerf gun. Good, I'm using this rock. I win. Uh, but once nighttime hit, that's when things got serious, and we would play hide and seek. And that was probably, even above tag, hide and seek was the neighborhood backyard sport. Um, we played a variation of hide and seek that was mixed with tag, so it wasn't about just finding people. That was for babies. We played the version of hide and seek that once you were seen, um, we actually had two versions. Once you were seen, you could break for it, like you could run, and you had a home base that you could uh, be safe at. Uh, other times, you yeah. would play that version of hide-and-seek where as soon as the person's done counting, like, and they'd go around one side of the house, everybody else would go around the other side of the house and, and all be safe. <laughs> and then, you know, you get that one kid that's not too smart that's missing a few screws, and they were like it for like an hour. And I think we had like a three-it limit. <laughs> Like, if you were it three times in a row, they could choose the next person who's it. But that was my favorite, man, doing the, the hide-and-seek. Like, I, I'm not a really, like, particularly fast guy. I was I was kind of a bigger kid when I was that age. Uh, but I could get to moving. And I remember a couple times that some of the older kids, they would target me during these tag and hide-and-seeks because they would get so angry that they couldn't catch me. And uh, I would I would definitely run the table with them and, and escape uh, a lot of times playing that good old, good old fashioned uh, hide and seek. Um, but yeah, so those are that was definitely those are all my favorites in terms of any backyard games I didn't like. I can't say that there were many. Uh, I think the only times that I, the only games I didn't like are the games that ended in somebody crying. Uh, we lived next to a river, so we played any game like basketball, like driveway basketball or kickball and the ball went into the river, we were done. Like, you know, the, once, the, once the river ate the ball, like the river sometimes would go really fast. Like during spring, the current would be really fast. So 
we would try our best. Like sometimes we would rock, walk down the river as far as we could go until the Debbies would yell at us to get the ball out of the river. <laughs> but we lost a lot of basketballs, a lot of kickballs, a lot of volleyballs in that river. Uh, it was it was bad. So that was the only time that <laughs> those are the only activities I didn't like that got ruined by the Debbies or ruined by the river. That was it. So uh, beyond that, beyond the backyard, eventually, I think we all got to the point where uh, some of us at least played sports outside of our backyard, played sports with school, played sports with little leagues and those kind of things. Um, to kind of get us going with that part of the discussion, Tim Pollan had this to say on the Discord. He said, I grew up playing mostly bas- baseball and football, uh, but my favorite non-sanctioned sport was kickball. And did you all play this Midwestern thing? And I think we already answered that, but Tim Pollan is with you, Ronnie, in the love for kickball. Oh, me and Tim, man, best friends. Yep, for sure. Uh, before we get into the school uh, discussion, school sports real quick, uh, we did have two questions related to backyard and, and you know, kind of less competitive or less sports-related activities. Um, my mom actually wrote in, Wilda Croy Swisher, and she wanted to, to know, she wanted to know, hey, mom, love you, miss you. Uh, she said, have you heard or played circle tag? And I'm going to be honest. I don't know What's what that circle means. Tag? I have no idea. Nope. I have Ronnie? never heard of that. No, I, I don't know. Is that duck, duck, goose? That's kind of like a circle tag. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a good guess. I have a feeling that's not the case, but we'll go with that. So have you guys <laughs> ever played a, you guys ever played a mean game of duck, duck, goose? Yeah. I remember playing back in like grade school, um, you know, what was the other one um, where basically everybody had their heads down? Was it Heads Up 7-Up? Do you guys play that one? Oh, Heads Up 7-Up. Yeah, up. yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, that, was, we, that was a classroom game. That was hardcore. I, I used to cheat big time. Look at everybody's shoes. Of course you did. Any, did anybody <laughs> else do that to win? No, not at all. Because I'm not did, a cheater for like sure. that. Patrick, did you, did you cheat? Did you cheat at Heads Up 7-Up by looking at people's feet? Feet? Mm, I don't know what heads up seven up is. Mark the train's coming. Get that train. Shut Ron- up, train. Ronnie is talking, so it, it only <laughs> makes sense that the train is called. No, uh, but yeah, I I remember playing like Duck Duck Goose and Heads Up Seven Up like in like like low grade school, and uh, yeah, those games were always a blast. For sure. Um, speaking of some of the classic games, Melanie Novacell, our very own Melanie, uh, Mrs. Melanie. Novacell the mom of three children. She had this to ask. <laughs> what games or activities do you see always returning generation after generation? For example, I see my daughter come home from school singing the same jump rope rhymes that I used to sing when I was in elementary school, even though I didn't teach her to her. They just always seem to come back around. What other games do you see make a comeback in, uh, in your kids, with your kids or neighborhoods? You guys have any of those that you've observed? I think we've talked about a couple of them already with uh, with tag and freeze tag, um, all the all the all the games where you don't need like a tool or um, uh, some sort of you know weapon like Nerf guns and all that stuff like the tag and the freeze tag and the hide and seek. Uh, those are I mean we I play those games with my kids. You know we play hide and seek both outside and our the best the best one is when we play hide and seek inside. Uh, at nighttime. Oh yeah. So the kids actually, ha- the kids actually have to have flashlights uh, to move around the house to find 
uh, who's wherever we're hiding. Uh, but yeah, I, all all those games uh, that we've already talked about, um, I think they're, they're a lot of them are you know there's generation after generation. Uh, we see those same. Ma- same yeah, I don't games. think hide and seek is ever going away. I, I mean that game is. Uh, yeah, no that, yeah. hide and seek. Not hide any and variation seek or tag. It, yeah. Nope. You know, it's funny in Brazil, I see variations of that, but even even less specifically, I see the consistent theme that will run throughout generations is playing games that make other people look stupid. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like the games that you do to like laugh at other people, and sometimes it's okay and it's innocent and it's little kids having fun, but sometimes it's downright mean. Like there's a there's a game here that the kids play, like my son taught my wife and I this game and we had no idea what he was teaching us. And the game was called Pikachu. And we're like, what Pikachu? What kind of Pokemon game is this? And so my son started playing the game with my wife, with his mom, and he started doing these things. And all of a sudden, like she lost and he literally grabbed her cheeks and he squeezed her her cheeks as hard as he could (laughs) to make her Pikachu, to make her (laughs) cheeks red. And we were like, oh, what kind of game is this that you're like abusing each other and trying to like like destroy each other's cheeks? A but, fun one, duh. Yeah, they have they have a variety of these kind of weird games with kids where they just try to hurt each other. And I think that's outside of like tag and freeze, you know, and hide and seek. There's just kids will just make up games to just mess with each other all the time. It's inevitable. But as I was talking about before, eventually sports and activities shifted to the school area um and for some of us it was the closest we got to semi-professional sports um one of the people that we know bringing up tim pollen again uh our buddy on the discord he said i want to give you guys a silly story my best friend chad number 63 and me number 67 we played guard on the offensive line with a combined weight of 300 pounds which is not very much for football uh, we became experts at pulling almost every play and blindsiding the big boys. And he shows a picture of their championship team. He said, our coach was a genius, and he kept us from getting run over. And not only that, but he also said that his football team had two undefeated seasons and won the championship two years Whoa, in a row nice. back when he was on the crew. So That's nice with an offensive line where two of your guys are less – Less than two hundred pounds. Yeah, you know, one hundred fifty each on, on average. Man, that's that is that's, that is hard. That is impressive. So, did you guys play any school sports? Play any little leagues? Uh, I think Mark already mentioned the little league sports uh, that he was a part of. How about? I'll I'll, uh, I'll go to follow up Tim here because um, in high school and and I guess really like all throughout school, like I also played guard, and um, it was like the offensive. And you guys really are best friends. I know. Me and me and me <laughs> yeah. and me and Tim are we are. Yeah, we are on the you're same bro- page. You're brothers from other mothers. We are, uh, but we we always uh, we always pulled as well. And like pulling as a guard, like the offensive line sounds like it would not be fun. But when you get to pull, you basically you back up, then you run down the line, and they're letting somebody basically come unblocked. That person is never expecting you. So <laughs> as a pulling guard, you just get a free run right at them every single time. So nice. it is uh, it is really fun, and you don't. You don't have to be big to be a guard, but man, combined 300 pounds, that, that is small. Like, but yeah. I guess, you know, you do want like your athletic people there and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I'm right there with Tim, like, uh, playing football, uh, my senior year, especially kind of sticks out. Like, um, I played guard the whole year. Like I was thinking to myself, 
can I go somewhere to play maybe? Like, you know, definitely not good enough to go play at like a really good school or anything like that, but just go play somewhere to keep the game going. And uh, I think my knees would be completely destroyed <laughs> had I continued playing more football. <laughs> yeah. So I think I sometimes you're just, uh, you know, not built for it. Yeah. I think for me, going off of that, football and both football and wrestling were two sports that I never touched. Um, I was always pretty good at throwing the ball as a quarterback, like in the backyard and with friends and stuff. But I, I'm, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. I'm not competitive whatsoever. Um, you know, so uh, I never got it. For me, the one that I lasted the longest with, uh, really, I, I had no business lasting this long, but I played baseball from probably uh, well, first grade, I guess, starting with t-ball back in the day. You know, and I ran the gamut of going through t-ball, slow pitch. Um, but what really ruined me is when I transitioned from slow pitch to little league, where, you know, the kids are actually throwing the ball. I had a rough transition because during the tryouts, they they mis misaligned the, the pitching machine, and it was a little too much inside. And oh, then at no. the same time, oh, I gosh. rode the inside of the, the plate a little too much. And I was, an, I was just a noob, and I didn't think. I just reacted, and I went to swing, and the ball just nailed me right on the finger and stoved it. And I was probably mm. seven years old at that time, and it just it automatically gave me this like this it wasn't a phobia but it just gave me like this fear. this fear yeah this deep fear that every time the ball was coming at me it was going to hit me and i literally i i'm pretty sure to this day i still have a part of that in me like when stuff is flying at me or you know whether it's a baseball or a, a i don't know a piece of paper i like i automatically react like i sometimes react very violently so <laughs> like somebody uh, fired a cannonball at you. yeah exactly but i yeah. played baseball until my freshman year in in high school uh you know in in the little league i i started out as that right field kid you know like picking the flowers uh you know falling asleep you know doing all those things out in right field uh but eventually i did get to second base and i was a pretty good second baseman uh, but my weakness was always batting. I, I probably batted like point zero five. <laughs> like I, I doubt I even bat batted a hundred. It was terrible. So that was that was my most, I guess my most active sport during my high school, middle school career. Uh, for me, I played baseball and basketball for from I was, when I was four or five years old all the way through high school. Nice. Um, now, I, one of, I, I really liked basketball. I was really good at it, but I had weak ankles, so I would roll my ankles mm. all the time. And uh, to a point where I got to high school and I decided, you know what, I'm not going to play basketball anymore. This is too, too hard on my ankles. So, uh, you know, I continued to play baseball. Uh, just had a natural natural swing i was good you know i played almost every single position in the field i could i think i think the least amount of uh, amount of times i played uh, one of the positions was catcher um because i was also a pitcher you know i played first second shorts i mean I played all, all the different uh um, positions uh, but i really did like outfield i like playing catching catching fly balls and throwing it in and uh, also pitching but but yeah i played played all that i didn't, I didn't play football um I didn't play soccer. I didn't play all, any of those sports. I just stuck with baseball and basketball because I was naturally good at it 
and when you're naturally like good at good at things, you know, um, it, it's fun. You know, when you're when you're trying to when you're struggling at playing like another sport like soccer, like I'm no good at soccer, so I don't really like that sport. Yeah. But with uh, with baseball and basketball, since I am good at it, mm-hmm. it is a little bit more fun to play. I also uh, had a try at basketball. Uh, probably around the same time I started playing t-ball, I also was playing in the little school leagues with basketball. Um, but I didn't get past middle school because I didn't hit my growth spurt till probably sophomore, junior year in high school. So I was just super short. Uh, I remember playing in the little bitty leagues, like the, I guess it would be elementary school, close to middle school. Um, back when, you know, they would have girls and boys play together, uh, before it got to middle and high school. And I would say my scariest opponent was a girl who had hit her growth spurt probably in third grade. And she was like head and shoulders above me. And she would always Mm -hmm. come after me. Like she was scary and she would destroy me. And I don't know what kind of backyard rules they were using back in the day, but I felt like she was abusing me physically and I didn't have a lawyer at the time, so I couldn't do anything about it. But, uh, that kind of like, what? And he probably got cooties from it too. Yeah, totally got, (laughs) totally got cooties. It was awful. It was terrible, but I was more of an out. That made me more of an outside shooter. I was terrible at handling I couldn't dribble with my left hand, just the right hand. No, I was the exact opposite of what you, I, I got my growth spurt really early, you know, and I, you know, going all, I, I was six foot when I was 13 years old Wow, nice. and you know, like I was tall, always tall as a kid. Um, but I'm six one now and I've been six one since freshman in high yeah. school. So I get my growth spurt really early. So that meant I was playing a lot of the center positions, right? you know, where all the tall people are playing. And as I'm, as I'm getting older, the kids that were shorter than, shorter than me are now taller than me. Yeah. And I, I didn't have like the ball skills that these kids were, kids had when they were smaller. Cause you know, the smaller kids are handling the ball more and they're dribbling the ball where I'm just standing down, down low, put my hands up like, Hey, throw to me. I'm taller than all these people. Let me just put it up. And once I got to, got to high school, it just, that's another reason why I fell out of basketball because I lost, I didn't have the, the skills that all these other, other players had. Yeah. So Mark, that's did you, crazy. Did you have you any... six foot? Yeah. And 13. That's crazy. 13 years 13. old. You were six foot. Yeah. Right. I was five, six in my driver's license photo when I was uh, 16 <laughs> years old. <laughs> I am now six, two. Nice. Late bloomer. So Mark, did you have any other sports or <laughs> activities you liked? No, I mean honestly, like, like I said, I played I played baseball, little league play, baseball when I was a kid, as you know, local rec league, um, and uh, yeah, that was and uh, and I went to a uh, a basketball camp a couple of years, um, but I really wasn't that good at it, and then once I got to high school, I dropped the whole sports thing um, because it just wasn't interesting to me. I didn't. It wasn't something I enjoyed. I was the, I was the artsy fartsy kid, um, and uh, you know I was into you know music and all that kind of stuff. And so I swung hard right into music once I got into high school. Uh, I was part of a, uh, you know, a, a, a choir and all that kind of stuff, a traveling choir and all that. So I, I sports was behind me at that yeah point. <laughs> i had a similar experience i was hardcore into sports in middle school but then i swung definitely to the artsy fartsy side uh it actually was 
a mixture of artsy fartsy and church activities. Like I got hardcore into church activities, youth group, youth group activities. I played sports on that end, but I didn't play anything in high school. Uh, my time was put into church, put into choir. I sang in the choir also. Uh, for me, I think the, the thing that I've already kind of mentioned that I had the hardest time with was competitiveness. And we're not the only ones, Mark, that, that had a hard time with that. Sheldor, yep. another one of our buddies on the Discord, he said, We all know both these people, the ones that take games too seriously or those that it's not a big deal for. Just It's just a game. Which do you and your family side on? So, I think we already have an idea already, but for the most part, are you guys on the side of taking games too seriously or not taking them seriously enough? I hate I hate being competitive. Like, that's not my thing at all. Um, people get, like, super into, you know, wanting to play against each other and, and win, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, it's, it feels good to win, but it's just it's just not my thing. I'm not, I'm not a hardcore competitive person. I'm a real chill dude, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Mark. It's just uh, not my thing. I'm not I'm 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 a competitive person but not to the point where I have to uh have to win. You know, I I like to enjoy my games. But if I if I can be competitive and win then great, but I also, you know, it's, it's not the end of the world uh, that when I'm when I'm playing a game, whether it be online. I mean, we play Blackout. We play, and we we win what? Maybe 2% of the time. So, it's it I'm just I just want to play mm-hmm. because it's fun, you know. I'm not in there to to if if we don't yep. win oh well you know but yeah it's just more casual for me yeah i i actually definitely used to be like the take everything too serious like basically everything like wanted to win i think now that i've gotten older like i just kind of like pulled away from that like i i don't know i guess as you get older you realize that the stuff that actually matters and <laughs> most of that is not it uh now i just like to even with volleyball i mean i, I like to win but um Having more having fun is way more important than winning. So, yeah, it sounds like we're all pretty much on the same page. I I grew up. I think for me, what saved me from even trying to be competitive is I just observed like some of the kids like that I grew up with. Like there were a couple kids in our neighborhood that they were the worst. Like they would always ruin it for everybody else because they would take it so seriously, and it just. It just didn't make it fun anymore. And to me, like, I love strategy. I love being challenged. I love developing, like, team play. But when it comes down to being, like, I got to win, and that's the only thing that matters, like, that's the worst. Now, I will say sometimes in my family, uh, my my stepmom is one of the luckiest people I know. And she will play any board game, any little game that we play where there's competition, and she will, the die will always roll in her favor She'll always get the best cards, and so we get a little competitive sometimes, pretty much to just beat my stepmom. Like that's <laughs> that's the family's goal. Is like we just need to beat Wilda, who asked the question earlier. I love you, mom. And uh, yeah, I would say that's the only time our family gets really competitive when we just want to make sure my mom loses. So I think when it comes down to it, sports and games are at their best when they bring us together, uh, when we just have fun together, get to know each other. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. As a bonus question, as we transition to the end of our time together, because all good things must come to an end. Uh, Sheila Novacell? Shayla Novacell. I always forget how to Sheila. say it, so I'm sorry. 
Sheila. Sheila Novosel. All right. Sheila Novosel asked us a question, and I'm going to slightly modify it uh, and make it sports focused. But she said, "What are your favorite? Uh, what are your favorite childhood sports movies? Or what are your favorite sports movies? I don't have any from my childhood, but I do have two favorites from my early childhood: Goonies and a very good sports movie, The Sandlot. One of the best baseball movies. So." You're killing me, Smalls. I use that saying like once a week at least. And nobody understands what I'm saying here in Brazil. So <laughs> they're like, who's Smalls and why is he killing someone? The man, the Sandlot was just iconic. Like it, that movie, it was. even still watching it, like it's such a great movie. Yeah. I think it just portrays like the, you know, just like the boy growing up like in America. Like even, you know, even though the movie's a little bit outdated from like when I grew up, it's still like you always had your, like your gang of, uh, your gang of buddies, you know. Um, just in the neighborhood and stuff. And it's man, that movie's awesome. Yeah, it is. One other movie I liked when I was a kid uh, is called Angels in the Outfield. I'm sure you guys remember. That. Oh, oh yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> doing the doing the angel wave. Yep. yep. You listening to the podcast, you can't see us, but right now I did the run angel home, flying. Run home, run home, run home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that's that's a good movie for sure. That's classic. Another another one that I liked was. <laughs> The Little Giants. Nice. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Little Giants. Yeah. That was a funny what one. A that had Rick, Rick Moranis. That was the Giants versus the, the Cowboys, the underdogs versus the big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that movie was great. What oh, about yeah, um, Rookie of the Year? Also, uh, one Rookie of the Year. Yes. So, I mean, what the, what baseball uh, fan of a kid what, wouldn't love oh, to, man. to throw 105 miles an hour and play for a major league no team? Doubt. I mean, that was just. A dream. So yeah, cool. For sure. Did he just say funky butt loving? <laughs> <laughs> that that movie's I classic. Do, I do love in that uh, that movie all the different names that bench coach has for him. He's like Gardner. Oh, yeah. Gardner. <laughs> Rosenbacker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are funny. Uh, of course classic. have to mention, and you had mentioned this, I think, when we talked about our favorite movies, uh, Ronnie, but Mighty Ducks. I never that's a sport that none of us really mentioned. I never played hockey. In the times I've ice skated, I pretty much have Pat's weak ankles. Like I feel like my ankles are gonna break every time I ice skate. But I love Mighty Ducks. Like it made me want to play hockey. Yeah, like, those movies. Mighty Ducks incredible. one, Mighty Ducks two was still good. Mighty Ducks three was okay, but overall the trilogy, Mighty Ducks, they were those were good sports movies too. Definitely some of my faves. Yeah, so good. Oh, and what Space Jam? Space, Space Jam. Jam. Oh my god! Oh, and yes. is there any other movie? Also another movie. Is there any other movie that wanted you to play golf? Wanted wanted made me want to play golf more. Than Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Mm, yes. Happy Price Gilmore. That's a classic. That's a classic. Go to your home. Yeah. You're too good for your home. <laughs> that movie. That was hilarious. Cool. Any other sports movies? Last call. Sure uh, I would say I, I know I mentioned it on our movies podcast, but remember the Titans? Maybe yeah. one of the best sports movies I've ever even seen. It's worth from. It's worth saying again. It's such yeah, a good it's movie. Yeah, it's so good. Rudy. Yeah. Rudy. Oh, Rudy. Yeah, that is good. Oh, we can throw all these Major League 1, Major, oh, all these, major these League. Aren't, yeah. I love the Major these League are sports movies. movies. We did that major last league time. And, yeah, we were like, Major yeah. League. Yeah, Major League movies Perfect are game. A league of their own. Oh, oh yes. There's no crying, crying? in baseball. Yeah. There's no crying <laughs> in baseball. I love that. Oh, man. Tom Hanks is the best. He's literally been in every genre of movie, I think. He is not the worst. 
No, he is the opposite of the worst. Full show. <laughs> Real news. True news. All right, guys. Well, as we wrap things up, as we get to our time of inspiration, of music, of possibly dad jokes, like I have, uh, what do you guys got that you want to share as we call it a wrap? Well, as always, uh, I've got a few songs to add to the old, uh, you know, good morning, guys, morning playlist. Uh, and all three of these songs are specifically uh, sports themed songs uh, so the three songs we've got here are uh centerfield from john fogarty which oh yeah. yes um, such a good one i've never heard that song i look forward to hearing it you've probably heard it uh put me or maybe in i have coach. i just i'm ready oh, to play yes. yeah i'm terrible um, with music with song titles i'm i'm the worst i'll i'll be upfront and honest about that that's okay it's all good. So uh, thank you for educating me. No, no problem. Uh, the next song is uh, P.O.D.'s Boom. Everybody remember P.O.D.? Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. And then this this last one, you're probably going to have an issue with this one. Um, this is uh, Rock and Roll Part 2 from Gary Glitter. Now, you that probably, you don't know what that is at all just by hearing the name and, and the person who sings it or whatever. But well, I know what, Gary Gl- Glitter. Yeah, his name. Did is... you say Gary? Gary Unicorn Anal Dust. Yes, that is exactly what I said. <laughs> I thought so. Now, now, if I sang, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the name of that song. So, wow, I had no idea that's what that song was called. That's just the Hey song. Yes. That's I mean that's all it's really known for. Gary Glitter. Yeah, yeah. That was fake that was news. The thing. I mean <laughs> that does sound like I fake news. Send you the YouTube link. Um but Please my dad's don't. name is Gary and I'm totally gonna call him Gary Glitter for now. <laughs> yes. Um actually awesome. I wouldn't do that. I would not call him Gary Glitter because I think Gary Glitter actually got in trouble with the law uh for mm. something Probably from throwing pee snowballs at people. Nope, probably. it was a lot worse than that. Um, but we won't get into that here. But in any case, um, those are the three songs that I will be adding to the playlist. So I hope you enjoy them. Honorable mention to We Are the Champions. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? I've got one thing. Go for it. Let's hear it. So recently, I started getting a ton of spam in my email, just random from all over the place. I'm not sure how this happened, but what I think is that every time you unsubscribe from one of those, they then give your email to a thousand other spammers. <laughs> this seems yeah, to be a vicious that, cycle that, a, that just never that can end. It just right. gets worse. Yeah. That is real news. So when you unsubscribe, they know that that is an active email address. So when they hit when you hit that unsubscribe, they're like, okay, active email address. Here, companies, here, this is an active email address. Go forward all your spam to this person. And I'm in the cycle now. It is awful. Yeah, There's no way out sense. of this. No. Other than just making a new email. It's my Apple ID email. Mm. I, kill, I kill myself. You here. can change your Apple never, ID. Never mind. Yeah, you can. Hmm. Technology. I got a bounty on my head out here with all these spammers. <laughs> yeah, you do. You just need to you let the ship sink. Piper. Let it die. 
I will pay $300 to stop getting these right now. <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> All right. Patrick, do you have anything? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, then I'm just going to have to share some uh, sports-related dad jokes with you guys to finish things out, okay? Do it. Yes. Here we go. So, my first joke for you is this. Why shouldn't you marry a tennis player? Be- Why? Because they make a lot of racket. Oh, that's a nice, that'll be a bonus answer. But no, that is not it. Uh, it's be, it's because love means nothing to them. <laughs> oh. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Uh, next one. Why did the golfer wear two pairs of pants? Why? In, ca- in case he got a hole in one. But um. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a good one. All right. Here's the last one. It's a little bit of a walk, but it's an old-fashioned blonde joke. So, a guy took his blonde girlfriend to her first football game, and they had great seats right behind their team's bench. After the game, he asked her how she liked the experience, and she said, Well, I really liked it, uh, especially the tight pants and all the big muscles. But I just couldn't understand why they were killing each other over 25 cents. And dumbfounded, he said, What do you mean? She said, Well, they flipped a coin, and one team got it, and then for the rest of the game, all they kept screaming was, get the quarterback, get the quarterback. I'm like, hello, it's only 25 cents. <laughs> oh, that's a good oh, one. That's a, that's a good one. I know, right? Man. They don't... Wait a minute, are we going to be doing blonde jokes from here on out? I feel totally discriminated against <laughs> You should. You dumb blonde. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, those are, those are definitely old jokes that did not uh, translate into our PC generation nowadays. But... All right. Well, that's all for this Good Morning Guys. Remember to find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, the Good Morning Guys, or at the GMG Podcast to go beyond listening. We look forward to talking at you again next week in the morning, afternoon, evening, or night on podcast services around the globe. The last month is coming because December is almost here. All right. Podcasting brothers, Pat, Mark, Ronnie, Jay, and you listeners, our friends and family, Go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Until next week, we love you. Hugs and kisses. One, two, three, four. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 12th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. I got to do that again. That sucked. Did you say episode? <laughs> episode. This is our pepisode. This is our 12th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. I suck. All right. Let's try that again. <clears throat> hmm.